millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This week in league, Illuminati confirmed as Jack Bird is rested the same day KFC release hot and spicy nuggets. Angus Crichton triumphs after off-season surgery by delivering a shocker to the Dragons. Cameron Smith retires from rep football to focus on his true passion, developing the next generation of wheelchair rugby champions. Plus, we look ahead to all the action for round 11 of the 2018 NRL season. We'll add more this week in league. Welcome to episode 287 of This Week in League, I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. Um, first off, I guess, how are you going, bud? I'm good, man. Um, Back from my journey up the mountain. Oh, that's right, you went on the mountain today. Did you happen to um, instruct Real Dad on that thing? Well, I would have, except he fucking brushed me. Oh. Apparently things happen in Toowoomba. Huh. Um, there you go. he had some time crisis. Let me guess, he had to get his little fucking store ready for the flower show. Isn't that the only thing that happens up there? I have no fucking idea, you know. I, even I, I was speaking to him last night on the phone. Yeah. He's all puffed. That's what he's doing. He said, oh, I was just on the treadmill. <laughs> so, you know, I, I didn't know that's what they called those bikes with a dildo on the seat. Fucking, so, uh, up there, it'd be more like a Clydesdale horses with like dildos in the saddles. <laughs> But uh, I did see a first of something today. Someone with teeth? <laughs> no. Well, I've seen them before. Toowoomba. No, but someone had me up in Toowoomba. Had a drive-through tobacconist. Huh. I've never seen one of them in the big smoke. When you like your durries. You can't be fucking out. <laughs> but, and I'm thinking, like, shoes are fucking optional up there anyway. Yeah. You know? What? Hmm. It, uh, yeah, so... Well, I mean, you know, there's the uh, the market demands the conveniences that it, that it needs, I guess. And I love the smell of capitalism in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Drive-through tobacconist. Mm. Just the fact, just a tobacconist, period. I mean, most of those have kind of transitioned to like sort of selling number one dad gifts and shit like yeah. that, you know what I mean? Because, you know, big smart people don't smoke anymore, you know, like. True. Um, and yeah, I got a sad note. Um one of our um, listeners' members, in fact, Dan, uh, he uh, asked me for to, to do a shout out for his uh, for his nan, uh, Nana Wood. Uh, she passed away on the weekend, age ninety three, and he just shared a story. He said he flew down Friday to be with her, and I got to say goodbye. I normally wouldn't bother you with a personal story like this. It is, however, because of her that I'm so passionate about league and the mighty Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. Um, 
So he said uh, she started following the doggies when she was a girl back in the 30s, over 80 years ago. Her brother played for them and they were known as the Berries. Um, because of her, there's now four generations of the, his family now following the club. Uh, it's quite a few of her grandkids now share a passion for the game. I remember my nana always reading the local Bankstown newspaper during the week and I'd call her up and she'd tell me who was in that week, who was out and who was injured. She knew all the players' names and positions and she always said we were going to win no matter what. When we played, Nana would never ever say the opposition played well. According to her, the Bulldogs were always robbed if we lost. If I called her a day after a loss, she would proceed to tell me how bad the refereeing was and that her poor doggies were robbed again. You could never convince her otherwise. <laughs> Fuck, there's a, few of, there's a few of those around. I mean, yes. like, I think she might be out. Everyone's Nana. Yeah. Um, my Nana showed me an interest in the game at a football club that I'm now so passionate about. For that, I'm eternally grateful. Let's hope they can win again for her this weekend. Um, well, yeah, win again this year. Would be, yes. a, would be a nice gesture for the club. That, and if they didn't, you know, I would take it as a personal insult and probably pick a different club. That just goes to that whole club's lack of respect. A, for women. Yep. B, for the elderly. Yep. C, for generational fans. Yep. You know, to put yep. on performances like that for such a staunch lady, mm-hmm. you know, followed them through a world war. Yeah. You know? Yep. Cunts didn't die in Kokoda. So Aaron Woods could play football. That's right. Fucking horrified. And I mean, and and, and, and I am sure that that she would she would be absolutely. I mean, she'd be disgusted. Her last days would have been would have been disgusted with 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 Aaron Woods in the side. Yeah. And imagine imagine like Josh Reynolds leaving. Yeah. What would that have done to her? Just oh. fucking think. Look, just look at yourself, doggies. Look at what you've done. And uh, yeah. Basically, the North Korea of the NRL. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been it's been it's been known. Yeah. For, for quite a while, but yeah. It is known. But um, rest in peace now. And uh, that's it. That's it. There's nothing more to say about that. Kicking goals. Yeah. Nice. Now news this week. I don't know what we were going to say previously, but there's a story that's. <laughs> <laughs> fucking surpassed all uh, probably about it's, it's funny I got a text from Cruzy this morning and he's like it was about five minutes after the news broke and he's gone fucking hot tip Cam Smith's about to retire from red football and I go yeah good one Scoop it's been on the internet you sent that to me you sent that to me, that four, you sent that to me like four minutes ago and fucking it's been on the internet for ten and and he, and he said he said sorry he got a text from from someone in the QRL an hour ago and then he just and he just took his ass sweet ass time getting around to it so yeah good, good, good been a great Scoop too fucker um, but yeah obviously uh, if you haven't been uh, if you have been under a rock all day uh, Cameron Smith, the uh, Australian and uh, Queensland state of origin uh, captain and uh, future immortal, you know, I say unfortunately, um, obviously statistically and, and achievement wise, you know, it's an unparalleled, uh, unparalleled list of achievements that he that he is uh, yeah. that he has under his belt and uh, on his record, but. Um, He's uh, retired from uh, representative football, meaning that he won't be representing Queensland this year in what was already set to be like a semi-transitional year for Queensland yep. uh, with with uh, no Cronk and um, Thurston. no Thurston. He's, uh, it's become exacerbated by probably the only guy that could have ushered in the next generation of halves and, you know, steadied the ship a little bit yeah. through the transition. Uh, I, 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 it came as a surprise to me. I thought he would have probably at least, at least done this year, at least, because he never really seemed to be on the end of anything, you know, 
and talking too much about the end of anything. It's all about the timing as well. It's fucking close. Yeah. yeah. I mean, most most of these people have the have the courtesy to to pull the pin at the end of the preceding season or the, or the start of the NRL season proper. And it's and it's a position where you know, I he was you know always going to be safe there, so he's always going to be the incumbent. Mm-hmm. Always first one picked. And it's not like the rest of the forward pack where if you know if Matt Scott came now yeah. and said I'm out yep you know yeah you got specialist forwards in other positions but you can put a, a fucking second row or a lock or you yep. can you know put the fucking lock at prop or you know yep. look at yep. what fuckhead Luzio Gallon did yep you know um yeah I ah oh, look yeah this is just spitballing but I don't know how much of this has got to do with with Melbourne's season and yeah, uh, I mean, he cited he cited the impact that representative footballs had on him and his family, and uh, the desire to spend more time with his family. It's like because evidently the tipping point was one week, you know, three weeks, or you know, like, like you know, like, like, you know, like well, he, well, he'll be playing the other yeah. two weeks, yeah, if he's not yeah. Origin, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, even that's three weeks, isn't it? Like, if he was playing Origin, it's three weeks. Yeah. Like, um, but, you know, look, 11 series, wins, 42 games, record games. Um, he'll probably be never surpassed, which is funny because, I mean, you think back at Queensland Origin, you would never have picked him as the as the one. The stalwart, yeah. You would think it would be like, you know, like Lockyer or Meninga or, you know, yeah. Molly Wanker or yeah. something like that. But, um, no, Cam Smith's the guy. Um, <clears throat> you know, all, all fucking... Smith hating aside, yeah, I look at him, and if you if you look before him, you had Danny Badiris. Yep, Cameron Smith is such a different player that he changed the way that that position was played, and people tried to emulate his style, and all of a sudden people were looking for for hookers that could boot out a dummy half with with the skill that he had, and yeah, hookers put kicks in from time to yep. time, but yep. he. He really revolutionised the way he played that position. So throwing the ball half a metre forward from every every play the ball. True. I mean, like that kind of service. Yes. Is you know it, it you know the, the way it gets forward packs on the front foot and over the advantage line is like you know unparalleled. Yeah. It's it's, it's not fucking Cam's year. <laughs> no, he's had a he's he's had a rough trot. He's been he's been sent to the bin. He's been suspended. Punched in the dick. Punched in the dick. <laughs> Uh, now his origin, origin career in tatters. <laughs> what next? What next? Can we segue into the Proctor tackle? Go for it. What did you think of it? Well, it wasn't good <laughs> at all. Um, and this and like this, the, uh, I, I think it's it's very easy to respect the achievements, the on-field achievements of Cameron Smith, yes, and the things that he's done, yes. and uh, so achievements that perhaps will never be toppled by any other player, uh-huh. just in terms of the, the sheer volume of them. I mean, um, I don't see I don't see players' careers being extended by science and technology, you know, significantly to the point where they could, and um, so that's that. Mm. Then you've got the the Melbourne Storm salary cap stuff, of which he was one of the the you know three or four main pillars. Yep. Then you've got this on field shit where you know he missed the two thousand eight grand final after a chicken wing. He's been you know sailed close to the wind a couple of other times. Yeah. Um, 
and then how he is doing the the wishbone, as they say on um, on Proctor, which has him in uh, in grave doubt. Why the fuck is it not called a drumstick? Like <sighs> oh, the legs, your wishbone. Like I can, I can understand where they're coming the from. Wishbone's not in the legs. Yeah, it's not. But I mean, it's like the V. You know, like it's a sh- it's a shape thing, not the location thing. You know what I mean? So why is an arm a chicken wing? Because I'm mean, actually they like they do like a kimura, like a jiu-jitsu hole, which is actually like that's the arm, like that, like a a chicken wing. Fucking hell! Do you understand the? I'm I mean, I'm way too fucking basic for this shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking that's a fucking I think wing. The that's idea a fucking is the stick. idea of the wishbone is to fucking yeah. snap, right? And I think that's what the. <laughs> Here's my thing. With and and I am in full awareness of the fact that the game that we all love so much has a history mm-hmm. of niggle. Yep. And whilst it's rare that you would get people that go out to try and maim, mm-hmm. there are blokes that went out there and oh, they pushed the envelope for advantage. You know, they were, you know, fucking absolute legend of the game, Big MG. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you see him, he'd be going fucking, like, as people were dropping down in tackles, he was fucking giving them the... Chop on the fucking head. Oh, but, uh, yeah, and I mean, he, yeah. and that, and that was the subtle stuff. Yeah, I mean, you'll never forget that origin where he fucking decapitated Paul Hoff and Peter Jackson. That's when he was face to face with Wally Wanker, Ta- tackled like, him with his elbow, like, literally <laughs> fucking like Macho Man Savage and <laughs> do flying elbows like that. Yeah, like, it, was, it was just, it was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I watched one of his highlight reels on YouTube the other yeah. day. There, there is no one, yeah, that runs like that anymore. Did they drop off when he was like um, in in the Tigers jersey and like when he was on meth? No, didn't drop off then. Hey. Well, I guess not because he was fucking on meth. <laughs> fucking second time today I've had somebody run at me about fucking the fallout from B Alexander. Fucking hell! <laughs> oh, that, that put the that put the fucking that put the glass dick in Mark's mouth. Did it? That was a contributing factor. Okay, geez, everyone's got Heavy fucking loss. everyone's got everyone's got fucking Heavy loss. Everyone's got reasons to be um, a fucking drug addict, I guess. But the the thing is, with Cameron Smith and the shit that he does, yes. like, you, you know that the human body, the fucking yep. limbs, yep. have a certain limited range of motion. Correct. There is nothing on our body that has 360 degree fucking, yep. you know, unless you do helicopter dick, I guess, but, yep. you know, no one's doing that on the field. No. Except that Burgess guy. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, if you're in a tackle... And there's a bit of niggle, or it's a fucking yep. whatever. But if you have a limb, and that is all you have, yep. To pull that in any direction is fucking dog act. And just, it, and, and and it's just even the way like it appears. There's so much intentional work. And it's not a Cam Smith thing. This is the rugby league thing. But there's so much intention around like you know the players at top holding the players you know holding mm. guys up, and then guy coming in the leg to go and rolling them the other way. Yeah, the amount of fucking knee injuries and shit that you know and ankles that come out of that if the ankle gets yeah. trapped on the way down, it's just a, it's well, just sickening shit. You know, but I mean, the storm of being innovators in terms of like you know modified modifying like joint locks and things like that with a chicken wing and this one and it wasn't until I started doing jiu-jitsu I didn't even fucking notice like the first Melbourne Storm game I watched that probably like you know three weeks after I started and just just looking at the at the collar chokes and stuff they're yeah. doing the way they're choking people with the collars of their jerseys just to just to like cut off the oxygen for like fucking two seconds while they while they get up to play the mm. ball shit like that it's fucking mind boggling but the the thing is though like you know you can even and I hate fucking third man in as well. Yeah. 
Like when you see that player buckle and the fucking legs under the tackle, yeah, it's yeah. fucking horrid. But they're still in effect using a classic tackling technique. Cam yeah. Smith had a leg. That's all he yeah. fucking had. Yeah. And he chose to go in the opposite direction of the other tacklers. And like with, you know, with like proper it, fucking like violent yeah. like talk, you know. Like, like, yeah, yeah. And, and I think I think sitting out for a week, I mean, is vastly is a vastly under underdone penalty for it yeah I think I don't know who it was I think it was I saw a headline I don't know, maybe it was Gus or someone said it was way too short and whoever it was I mean it might not yeah. have been Gus it might have been something like you know, Kevin Waddle or someone I don't know who it was or some whoever whichever fucking rent a quote it was um I agree with that. I agree with them. I think it was it is, it is too short but also on the same hand I, I understand it's Cameron Smith and Long penalties are never on the agenda, yeah, <laughs> never on the it. agenda for him, but you know, hopefully it sets a precedent for that. You know, they'll look out, start looking out for that one now. I mean, I've never, I don't recall any other examples. Of that I mean, that was pretty overt. Yeah. And my my fear is, unless there is, if Proctor didn't actually sustain an injury from that, it may not. Have I even. don't think it warrants yeah. anything. You know, so oh, you know, I don't think I, I think. You know, this. Sorry, not saying not saying it doesn't warrant. It doesn't garner anything. Yeah, wouldn't get one. Yeah, he wouldn't have been suspended if there was no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Um, So yeah, he won't be playing this week, and uh, which is kind of you know fitting. And the 10th anniversary of 40-0. Uh, another another game he fucking... Uh, he at least respects history. Yeah, uh, Kenny Rogered. And he, uh, know, he knows when to walk away and he uh, from origin. Uh, the, in the face of a, new, a blue war, a blue fucking tsunami coming his way. And he knows when to run away from rampaging uh, Manly Seagulls. Uh, looking to put another 40 on his fucking bitch team. Um, speaking of Manly, over there, uh, the news came through, or the the rumor, the strong rumor came through. Probably it's probably Saturday when we we're doing the meetup thing that Hodkinson would be going to Manly, and uh, it's all it's happened, and he's and he's there. So um, I think it's a great buy uh, for Manly because the one thing about Trent Hodkinson is he doesn't have any knees anymore, so he can't be he can't be the running footballer that yeah. he, that he wants to be. Yep. But if there's one club he could slot into, and he doesn't have any, absolutely any pressure to be that guy, because Cherry Evans is the guy that wants to, you know, see what's happening and then, you know, and off the cuff and run. And you've got like, you know, and then you've got ball playing coming in from like Tommy Turbo and fucking Jake Turbo, Dylan Walker run running as well. He doesn't need to. All he needs to do is just manage shit, and you know, when required take the pressure off Cherry Evans, yeah. put a good kick in, all that sort of thing, which is exactly, which is all he needs to do, which is, uh, and which is a role perfect, you know, perfectly yeah. suited for him. So, uh, I, I don't, I think he's named in the 14 on the Tuesday bullshit 21 list. Um, I guess I'll just sort of see how he trains and everything through the week. Cause I, I don't know if you want to throw him straight in. Um, look, he's had some decent, game time this year with the Sharks well I mean but so for he- the fact that the Sharks have fucking invested so much money in Moreland they feel like they have to play they have to yeah. play him that's the only reason Hodkinson wasn't in the halves and the Sharks anyway mm. I mean it wasn't he, I mean his performances his efforts for them were better than fucking anything Moreland's put on this year so yeah Sharks have just cucked themselves into a fucking corner where they need to where they're like well fuck we've spent you know how many hundred thousands on this dude and you know we can't fucking <laughs> We can't let home brandy a fucking because <laughs> he might get the, he might get the, he might get the shits and shits and fuck fucking gals misses next and then and then where will we be? <laughs> they've, they've they've pulled themselves into like some sort of cuckception where there's just no escape. 
Uh, yes. Cuckception. What else? Dugan's happened? the spinning top <laughs> of Cuckception. Actually, Sorry? fuck. Oh no, he has been injured. Yeah. So I was going to say that's the spinning top. Just spinning that's the thing forever. that proves. That's, that's <laughs> the thing that proves the dream. Dugan's injured. We're in reality. <laughs> Oh, nice. what, is there any is there any other news thing oh. to, to speak of? I I, I'm, I'm happy to leave Mate, it the, there. The, and get the into interesting that. thing is that, uh, like we said, nothing else has come of the uh, Scott Bolton scandal. Yeah, but that's that's because it's a it's a it's a legal matter and it's innocent to you know presumption yeah. of innocence and it has to run through its process. And I'd say that we won't hear anything until the first court date, and then that that'll air out what what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't even know when that's set for, to be honest. But then in that vacuum, fucking Kenny Edwards. Yes, stood up. I believe he's been. He I was done a month ago for driving with a suspended license, um, mm. and didn't tell the eels until like this week. And I suspect that's probably because he had the mistraining to appear or something. I don't know, but <laughs> I don't know what precipitated him actually coming clean finally. But he's like, let it go a month. Shit like this just fucking stumps me. Like fucking stumps me. In an age where, you know, you have taxis. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, fucking taxis used to be a cunt to get to your house if you didn't live near a taxi zone, and they took fucking ages. But Look, you now Josh Masood has an Uber license. And needs it too. And so needs it, and not only that, he could get the scoops while he's dropping them off. But this is the thing. You've got three different fucking apps, at least on your phone. Yeah. You can have a car to you, especially in a fucking city. You could have a fucking, you could, you've got enough, you're making enough money from the game that you could fucking have like a thirty, forty thousand dollars a year, you could have a fucking turtle in your posse, yeah. whose job is just to drive your dumb ass exactly. around. But this level of fucking dumbness, Yeah. you know, Yeah. like I'm not going to get a fucking Uber or a Lyft or a whatever the fucking other ones are, mm. why not, you know? Are you, are you doing something where you don't want anyone to say, hey, I fucking picked up Kenny Edwards here and dropped him off here? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck's going on? And then, when you're done, to think you can get out and run from police. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Fucking Bevan French. I was going to say, he's got Bevan French. Fuck. <laughs> just, yeah. Oh, my Look, it's just, God. It's, the modern, it's the modern day footballer. They're, they're professional footballers. That's all they have to do. They have a lot of free time. And also, they don't have to be employed elsewhere. So, they don't have to be smart. Mm. Long gone are the days when we have, like, you know, Marty Bella's a fucking prop that's a, like a fucking optometrist. And then this, this guy's, mm. you know, is a physiotherapist. And yeah. this guy, Jason King's graduating from fucking law. Uh, you know, exactly. all this sort of stuff. And, I mean, and, and he came from the year that was professional, too. So, well, you know, here's the thing. Yeah, we were talking about this at the meetup. Yeah. Um, at Fritzenberger. The better that there can be some sort of fucking accountability, and not in the way that poor old Canberra's been ass fucked by it, yeah. where they take a firm stand on dickhead behaviour. And those dickheads go and you know, win premierships for other sides, exactly. or you know, contribute greatly. Um, yeah. You know, fuck, it. it's just the fact that there's no, there's really no ramifications. So, mm-hmm. yep. Dickheads. Recaps. 
Thursday night football, the West Tigers 20 defeat the Cowboys 12 uh, at Leichhardt, just over 13,000 in attendance. Uh, the Tigers tries the Brooks Masters, uh, the Goods, Wateni Zolesniak and uh, Noffa, one of the top five wingers I'll have you know. Uh, Masters, one of four conversions and a penalty goal. The Cowboys 12 came from tries to Tamari Martin and Winterstein and Thurston, two of two conversions. Yeah, both teams came out <clears throat> pretty fast and you know, put their intentions out there early, uh, and but probably took a little while to get into the rhythm. Like yep. there were there are a fuck ton of seven tackle sets very early in this game. So both halves, um, sorry, all halves for both teams were, were really sort of struggling to find the weight on their kicks on their fifth tackle options. Yeah, having um, said that, like, the Cowboys were fucking all over them. Like they were all over them, all attack, mm. fast. Yep, they were they were, they were smashing them. Up until that point, when they tried to fucking the throw that tip back, yep. and then the the intercept and Brooks yep. and length of field try, and then from that point, it was like, you know, they kind of they, they never really had a look in after that point. Mm. Look, the, those tip backs are fucking great when they come off, but I think what I, what I see a lot of these days is players just go up and they're going up with the intention to just tip about back it backwards. Yeah. Whereas what you used to see in the fantastic ones was guys would actually it was almost like a line out. Yeah, where they'd yeah. be up and they'd take the ball cleanly, yeah, and, and then they'd look for someone and they target it and, to somebody. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So um, the the no look tip backs look fucking amazing when they come off. Exactly, and it's been, and and even the ones as well where it's like you know where where it's like a cut out pass except the guys instead yeah. of cutting out the guy he just quickly bats just it taps on. it they look yeah. brilliant when it happens too but they look fucking stupid when it ends up in the third row. Yeah, ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, look, the, the Cowboys did. I reckon 40% of the job to come back here. But any time that they made West, you know, that they forced an error out of the Tigers or that they had a, a strong first three tackles to get themselves in a good field position, yep. they just fumbled the ball. And, and they really did themselves out of any opportunity to stage a comeback. Yep. Um, but the Tigers held strong and uh, good old fucking mullet. What a fucking truck. <laughs> he's yeah. he's uh he is uh like you talk come about, back with a bang. Talk about moments in games. Yep. You know, th- there was one one set where again the Cowboys were looking to be on top and he's taken possession of a kick and he was fucking that close to the dead ball line. Like anyone else? Gone. But it was one of those fucking special nah I'm getting this out of the fucking in goal moments. Yep, yep. And that's the sort of stuff I think is absolutely invaluable. To the Tigers, especially when they're under the pump. Agreed. Um, too early to say that the Tigers are actually back yet, but um, look, you know they had their their Thurston Kryptonite, or well, they seem to be Thurston Kryptonite. Period, just wherever they're playing down there. But uh, Leichhardt in particular. What was the big narrative that week? He's never won a game in Sydney versus versus the, versus the, Tigers. the Tigers in Sydney. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and Leichhardt, I think at that stage was like six or seven. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. 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 Um, so, but yeah, even you know, it's a happy hunting ground for them against most sides. Uh, it blows my fucking mind that they don't play there more often. I mean, mm. I'd, I'd imagine ANZ have probably given them a decent chunk of change to play there, but um, yeah. you know, I don't. I think with fucking old mate Marathon, I don't think they're hurting that much either. And the and the cash rich, yeah, pokey fields of fucking Ashfield, or wherever fucking Campbell, wherever the fucking the headquarters of, club is, yeah, the leagues is out yeah. there. So, so. Yeah, yeah I just I just feel like if you've got like a significant hometown advantage, then press that shit. 
I, I would just love to fucking uncover the web of fucking money that is there. Like, yeah. It's okay. So you've got the company that runs the stadiums. Yep. And they're paying out all this fucking money because they'd be paying Ticketek or whoever the fuck it is to sell the tickets and they'd be yep, yep. paying for security and but then they're getting contributions from food and bev and all of this stuff. How much are they giving to the clubs? How much of it's yeah. fucking then subsidised? I don't think it's um it's, I, I don't I don't think it's it's like I don't think it's Suncorp money. Like I know Suncorp they pay, they pay Manly like Manly get, they they pay them like at least a hundred G's to take those that that game the double header game. And you would assume that that's more because yeah. you're asking a team to go into state yeah yeah and give up you yeah know, advantage. Yeah. And this ANZ one would be a, it would it'd be like a you know like a block deal yeah. thing too because you know they got like the rabbits and you know doggies yeah. and there's yeah. much yeah. teams to do it yeah sure. eels. Um, mm. Yeah, anything else to say about the game itself? No. Okay. Um, LV zero five. Anyone see the irony in a Cowboys versus Tigers game where it's the Tigers doing the raping? I was going to say you call it the Anthony LaFranchi Cup. That's the. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's what you can I mean yeah no I mean I don't know what you're implying but I just mean like you know where where teams have shared a player let's say you know that's it's always the blood you know whatever person cup that's all I'm saying I don't know what you're implying but that's all I'm saying alright <laughs> just not like that very very clear to any any legal <laughs> allegedly <laughs> I'm not alleged all I'm saying is he played for the Tigers and he played for the cap that's all I'm saying <laughs> Alpha Ben RL Mullet or not Fanul was on fire Stoke the Tigers won Cowboys are on their ass. Poor old JT Maybe he'll cry Like his headgeared brother From the capital Hashtag Super mullet Jared underscore Hunt Yes Tigers had a win I can listen to This Week in League again <laughs> <laughs> Back on the incline <laughs> Life is a thigh day I'm not sure why The cows keep playing Those dinosaurs In the outside backs They could easily play Gideon Geller Ted Mosby And <laughs> some quick juniors And be 200% better Imagine if they had Ponga. I bet they'd fucking be dreaming they had him at the moment. And I saw a couple of people say this on Twitter as well. Like, the the break that Winterstein made, it was, uh, like, the the slowest, fast play in the history of the fucking sport. I'm old enough to remember when he was good. I think it was uh, old old mate uh, Mario. Yeah. Put out a nice one on that. He's like on a treadmill going, he's like he's, he's running on a, on a treadmill that's just like slightly faster than you can run, you know, so he's gradually just sort of moved, just sliding backwards. <laughs> uh, and then we've got at Grizzwoodle. Best Tigers commitment of the night, Josh Reynolds doing his halftime interview in the chairman's lounge and he's asked, train or bus? And he said train, but changed it to nah, I'm on the bus. Fair it enough. Sounds, it sounds like an indoctrinate, you know, cult fucking speak. Yeah. Um... Next up, the uh, Panthers, 29, defeated the Knights, 18, in Newcastle, just under 15,000. And the uh, Panthers, 29, came from tries to Campbell Gillard, Peachy, Watani Zalesniak, and uh, Corey Harawirinara. And uh, sorry, Maloney, one of one field goal and four conversions. The Knights, 18, came from tries to Watson, Ponga, and Ross. And uh, the conversions spread around Ponga, CO, and Lamb, all with one. Yes. This um, is an opportunity lost at the end of the season when they're adding up their points. This is two points tonight. It's probably would, would have thought that they had a chance of. I mean, the, we, you know, was a, a lot was made in the lead-up of the injury crisis and, the, and yeah. the, the bare ability of the Panthers to, you know, cobble together a fit, you know, 21 or 17 or whatever to break down for the game. Mm. And uh, despite that, they still bottled it. 
it, the the Knights are miss, missing Pierce. That that's apparent. Yeah, but you know they've they've won without him. Definitely have. Um, more so on on Penrith side of things. Yeah, I there. I reckon I'm happy with forty percent of their match on that. This match know? or in general? Just well, you know, average it out. There has there hasn't been one game except for that Cowboys game where I think they've put in a, a massive eighty minutes, and somehow they're still in the top four. Yeah, um, brave, so fucking brave. But Clear. they still missed forty tackles. Yep, and they are exposed with some fairly lazy defence at times. In attack, they look. You know, they're not playing with a lot of depth. And they seem to have these these set plays set up where, where it's just a quick spread and teams have cottoned onto that very, very quickly. Yep. And, you know, unless they just forget to slide, then then they're, they're covering us very simply. And there's so much opportunity. Like Big Billy Kickow, yep. he is that fucking down on confidence at the moment. It's amazing. It's like funny. it's really, it feels like it's like a fortnight. Yeah, he was fucking yeah. awesome. Like you know, more than two games ago, maybe. And he had he had a couple of fumbles over yeah. the last yep. couple of rounds, and you know, some some ordinary times. But uh, I'm not seeing him, you know, run those big fucking lines back inside. Yep. He, yep. It seems to just be okay. We'll give him the ball, and he's he's flat footed or at half pace, and he's yep. forty meters out. You know, okay, great. He's got to do his work in the middle, and he's got to gain the territory. Yep. But we we need a fair bit of variation, attacking the try line, yep. and and fairly quickly. In saying that, Maloney was fucking sensational in this game. Um, you got money's worth out of Maloney. Managed just, it just, out. just for this, just for this this injury stretch from Cleary. Fucking oath. I mean, that's that's all the money. Whatever that he's been paid this year, he's earned it. Yeah. In his first ten weeks. Yeah. yeah. In spades. Um. You know the the fact that Penrith had only had five errors as well mm-hmm. was a big improvement for them, um, and didn't get anyone fucking sin binned. Yeah, which is great. Yep, still gave away ten penalties though. Okay, um, where are we here? Heavy underscore Nova. This is more like the Knights I know. Hashtag Spooncastle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this, this, I put this tweet in there because I just. <laughs> I just don't. I just. I'm not quite sure uh, what it means. It's uh, from Andy. Andy J. Steers. He said, uh, "Pong dog for a big second. You, Johnsy shed shelves." <laughs> I'm just thinking. So he's saying Pong is going to have a big second half of the year, and Joey's so excited he's shelving something. <laughs> I don't know. I just put it out there into the into the ether. Or maybe he's calling for help because Joey shelved something in him. <laughs> <laughs> and Pong has got to score like a that's the score like and a second can, try or something. And he can currently see two Pongers, <laughs> and one of them's bigger than the other one. Uh, Doggies twenty to feed the eels twelve. A and Z fifteen thousand six hundred eighty three. Poor unfortunate souls were lost to this one. Um, <laughs> Brett Morrison, Adam Elliott scored tries for the Doggies by two of two conversions and four penalty goals. Uh, the Eels, 12, tries to Gutho and French. Moses, two of two conversions. This game was a, well, you know, 
we said it. We said last week that it was going to be this way. It was. It was yeah. the way we said it was going to be, and uh, you know, I had a little bit of spice at the end with uh, Parramatta getting cheated down one end, and then Gutho fucking up, mopping up a, a grubber and uh, a fairly regulation grubber at that, and tried to took a fucking took a swing at it with his fucking leg and missed it, and a yeah, winning try f- scored. Like, Look what the fuck are you doing? When you're swinging your leg at it like that, the point is that you have resigned yourself to the fact that you were ushering it over the dead ball line, yep. and you were conceded. You, you've conceded mentally. You've conceded the repeat set. Yep. So, fucking, pick the fucking yeah. thing up with you. <laughs> or fuck, you know, like worst case, drop on the fucking thing. Yeah. Smother it. Yeah. It's not like it took a fucking wicked bounce or anything like that. No. It's just a low percentage fucking move to swing your leg. Yeah, wide, and your dude that's had like you know six thousand fucking knee injuries too. Do you really want to be swinging your leg around like it, <laughs> anyway? It, the ball's but, not a fucking regular shape. Yeah, you're yeah. not holding it in your hands and dropping it so you can control how it fucking falls and where yeah. you connect with it. Yeah, fuck me. Anyway, um, another good example of how fucking fantastic it'd be though. And I don't want to say this changed the outcome of the game at all, um, but imagine if. There was a review system going on yeah. passively in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the big call on this one was obviously that Jennings was okay. Well, he had yep. a foot in and yep, exactly caught the kick. Yep. Um, might not have changed the outcome of the game. Might have, but what it does stop is the conversation around it. Yeah, yeah, you know, leading after it. So exactly, and that's all. And that's all you want to do because it's that conversation that keeps going and going and going. That is what you know, sort of tarnishes and you know gets the fans pissed off and gets yeah. the fan base of the team yeah. that's like you know allegedly slighted. You know, it's getting frothing up and yeah. And fuck yeah, I don't I don't know who would have done it or who was in the best position to do it. Maybe yeah. fucking Brad Arthur. Yeah, I would have fucking loved Brad Arthur to come out and have a swing at Dean Pay and go, well, you know, does it feel like you were supposed to win this week? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. We saw some stuff from Doggy's fans that were kind of like, "Well, you know, okay, yeah, good." <laughs> it, um, yeah, um, I, don't, I don't want to spend that game. Oh. I don't want to spend too much time on it because I mean, there's you know how many people are getting torn apart by crocodiles. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, um, Josh underscore Gunton one. I just can't believe how they played. I can't ref's fault because they had nothing to do with it. Mature. Mm. Miro Shahadi, fuck me, Paraverse Dogs was painful. It was as bad as watching two dyslexic cunts trying to order a pizza. Hashtag fuck the dog. Hashtag paprika cum shots. <laughs> to be so graphic, sir. Um, <laughs> fucking uh, chapo. I would like to congratulate the referees refing the game straight down, straight down the line. No controversies at all. Hashtag para the beta club. And he's proud of me, bulldog bullshit. Cobra Burgers. It's okay for the refs to admit they botched the call and reverse it on the field where it matters. Surely more than one pair out of the ten eyes officiating the game was attached to a brain that knew Jennings marked in goal. Better right than first. Hashtag ref's fault. Ah, uh, Ben, so uh, to think I almost call that he's out, he's in the States. I think he's like, I want to say he's like in the Wales vagina area of the States. The what? Uh, oh, come on. San Diego? It's Spanish it? for Wales vagina. Is it? Know, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Haven't you seen Anchorman? Come on, man. Okay, sorry. <laughs> All of the, every time someone says that... Okay, Glenn. I've worked with somebody who we convinced them that yep. tart hair sauce yep. was whale semen. Oh, God. 
and that it was a, a delicacy, just like you know, the caviar's a fish egg, and you get that coffee that the fucking monkey eats and shits out, coffee yeah. whatever. Yeah, you know, that it, delicacies are gross. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so we convinced them that uh, tartare sauce was wild juice. So did you like like eat it with like relish in front of them, just like you know, like savouring it, going, yeah. "Oh, this is amazing." Yeah, and it was one of those ones where you can fucking logic train someone and go, well, fucking, why do you think you don't have tartar sauce on anything but fucking seafood? <laughs> right? Any other condiment you can put on anything you want. It's if like nature's own facial. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the facial of the sea. <laughs> oh, fuck it up. Um... So anyway, yeah, so said I think I almost crawled out of bed at 3am to watch the Parramatta Eels lose to the Bloody Dogs. I'm glad I took the advice on this week in league and gave the match a miss. Yes. Uh, Voodoo Rock. In the Eels' fortnight game sessions, this one is specifically for your enjoyment. In the Eels' fortnight game sessions, the goal isn't to go out and kill everyone. The goal is you need to find all your mates and form a prayer circle. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Eels logic. Hashtag everyone's a good bloke. Hashtag same team next week. Fuck. Cheers. And they'll sit there and all sitting there doing the fucking the bandaging the bandaging motion in the press circle. Oh, they drop the campfire in the middle and then they do the press circle around it. But it's okay, even if you even if you're fucking religious. Yeah. You know? Like at even at some point the fucking Israelis realise that God had the shits with them for something. Mm-hmm. You know? What is it? Okay, are we fucking our sisters? Are we worshipping dildos? Are we like Fucking change something. Yep. Just sitting down in a circle didn't fucking didn't know. I don't remember any fucking story about you know two of every animal came in because he was sitting in a circle. <laughs> fucking hell! The first game that we saw when we were at the uh, at the meetup, the uh, Roosters thirty-two to feed the Warriors nil in their own backyard at Mount Smart, just over 14,000 in attendance. Mm. And uh, the Roosters, 32, came from tries to Madison, Manu, Ferguson, Tedesco, Lou, uh, Latrell Mitchell, four or five conversions and a couple of penalty goals. Warriors, fucking nothing. This was something to see. Yeah. It was, um, I was talking to uh, old mate Mendoza. Yes. At the meetup about it, and uh, One-Eyed Tiger. Yep. This season, it's fucking hard to get a form line mm-hmm. on so many matches. Like, normally, if you rank teams out of 10, you go into this one and say, well, okay, this team's maximum at the moment's a 7, yep. and their minimums are 5. Yep. This team, their maximums are 6, and their minimums are 3. Yep. So, you, you know, that gives you some sort of fucking yeah. guide. Yep. In this one, it just so happened that the stars aligned, and you had the Roosters forwards actually remember that they need to actually run hard at cunts. Mm-hmm. On the other side of that, you also had the Warriors really miss Sean Johnson, which they haven't this year. Yeah, and when the first time they played the Roosters, they, they didn't... Yeah, they fucking nailed it. They smashed them, yeah. Um, and Isaac Luke. You know, I think Isaac Luke was, is the missing piece, yeah. yeah. The, was that he was going to play. Yeah, maybe it's that they can't, they can't deal with uh, Johnson and Luke. Yeah, that's it. Um, but those two perfect things aligned and all of a sudden gives you... And the Roosters on the end of that, they took every single chance pretty much as well. Correct. And, you know. and, and let's be frank, if you, you know, at the beginning of the year, if you said predict the score for this round, yep. you would have gotten something close to that. So um, well, I'm not saying that the Roosters are, are back on track and I'm not saying that the Warriors are fucking done. I don't fall into this whole 
one game will now fucking predict the entire season. Not this year. Um, no. I mean, that can be the case. Yeah, that can actually be the case, but not this year. You would yeah. never be, I mean, because, no. yeah, next week the Warriors are just likely to come out and fucking smash someone and yeah. the Roosters are likely just exactly. to, to, you know, drudge their way to a narrow win or yeah. a narrow loss to some team that's shit. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think there are some positives to take out of it for the Roosters mm-hmm. and there's some fairly obvious things to work on for the Warriors. You know, so it, it wasn't, wasn't a, a total dismal affair for them moving forward. Yep. And hopefully, to, hopefully, uh, you know, the bandwagon, not too many of the bandwagon have uh, retired from Warriors <laughs> football this week. <laughs> Ryan F underscore the underscore best. This, this fucking Gronk East account that's uh, emerged recently. Momentum is building. I think we easily have been the best team in the NRL in the last six weeks. Cheating refs denying us wins against South and the Dragons. Strap yourselves in, we're marching to the top four. <laughs> Uh, Warriors suck balls. Oh, mate, he said, uh, the bandwagon just sank in Watamata Harbour. Fans are dragging themselves into dry land and crawling towards KFC to get the taste of dirty trick out of their mouths. <laughs> Fuck me, that was so 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017. Please not again, Sherbro. <laughs> uh, the Storm, 28, defeated the Titans, 14 at Suncorp. Uh, first half or first leg of the doubleheader. Um with a crowd of just over 31,000 in attendance on the night. Uh, the Storm's 28 came from tries to Scott, Kafusi, Munster and the Fox. Four or four conversions to Smith and a couple of penalty goals. The Titans' 14 came from tries to Branko, Lee and Dale Copley. Gordon, two of two conversions and a penalty goal. This is a fun game to watch with a couple. Of, you know, it was a fun game to watch with people at Fritz. Oh, yeah. You know, for, in the first half of, uh, of, the, of the game and... Um, and you know it's it's amazing that everyone was well and truly on the Titans when they started to to display. And there's such a weird, a weird fucking team this year, the Titans, because at their best, they can play they can play the game of rugby league <laughs> at their at their best, and like they can play it to a level yeah. where they were fucking troubling the Storm. Yeah, and they were on a roll and they had them. Yep. Worst thing that happened to them was half time. Yes. I don't know what it is about. Um, I mean, like Garth Brennan has, has, you know, some obvious problems with his coaching style have manifested themselves in the way that he's like coddling Bryce Cartwright and you know doing the leave leave Cardi alone yeah. thing, sitting under the sheet, fucking crying. Yeah. Like that sort of thing is just the the least helpful thing you could do to a player like that. I think. Um, but he also has problems getting the team started. They have to start themselves, and it doesn't happen. And sometimes it's yeah. too fucking late. Yeah, this game it wasn't too late when they got started, and they looked great, and they went in with a half-time lead. It's a. I keep thinking back to that game they played against the Broncos at Suncorp, mm-hmm. and in that game, every one of them came out and they played with energy. Yep, and they played without hesitation for what the bloke next to them was doing, and that was the thing that I noticed was gone from them in this instance. Yep, and it's been like that that way for a couple of weeks, but. All of a sudden now you've got Ryan James hesitant in defence because he doesn't know what the fuck the guys next to him are going to do. Yeah, there's no so, when when you get like a when you get like a defensive cancer like like Bryce yeah. in your side and you don't fucking know what he's going to do. That's that's it. Yeah, that whole side of your defensive line is yep. fucked, and because everyone is thrown out because of one little one hesitation or lack of trust. And here's the the double edged sword because you're such a narrative player mm-hmm. whether it's your surname or your dramas yep, or whatever yep. it is you know other other players have missed tackles like oh, that like absolutely. fucking Woods does three a game yeah 
you know. But I mean, to be fair, they get kind of picked up, at least at least from our circles. Yeah, they do. Yeah. But you don't have fucking Michael Ennis there talking about how yeah. does Aaron Woods want to be a, a footballer? a piece of shit. And, yeah. and, and I'm not <laughs> trying to defend Bryce here because yeah. it was it was weak as piss. Yep. But and particularly you're talking about that like that, that last one that you know they the, the, the for the trying around yeah where he's just sort of I don't know if he's trying to get a and contract bailed. at the Sharks because that was a fucking moilin of a tackle if I've ever seen one yeah yeah um, but the other thing I was thinking about think of all the great second rowers yep you know and locks yep and let, that's if we're saying that Bryce's position if that's his optimal or is, his born position yeah he's okay. on. On an edge, yep. somewhere, yeah. drawing in defenders well, and not, then... It's not in the fucking halves. Yeah. This Use is the thing. Tip. How many of the greats in that position mm-hmm. were an obvious fucking... Oh, okay, we'll play him at six. Yeah, not any, really. I mean, yeah, like, you know, you know, we, had the, we had the situation with um, with Freddie, but, I mean, that was like a, a late... Mo- you know, that wasn't yeah. like a... He wasn't a guy... He wasn't moving from lock to, to no, the halves. He was he just moved out as he, you know, yeah. moved in as, as his, you know, time yeah. went on. Um, yeah, look, I can't think of any. Well, I can tell you, fucking they, I, I can tell you, Beave never got fucking... Sw- you know? Yeah. He was never in halves. Yeah. Um, you know, Billy Moore, you know, had, yeah. had a pass... But he, he was he was never a six. No, no. Yeah, I and and from speaking to Bryce at Panthers functions. Yep. Fucking hates playing there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So Which I, you would think that Brennan would know. You know, knowing he probably knew him for his entire fucking career coming up and. All I, that sort I of just really hope that this isn't a fucking tantrum. To try and you know like this passive aggressive fucking you put me there and I failed yeah. so it's your fault. It it seems like Brennan's really stuck his neck out for him though. Yeah, it's it's become like, it's like a Jared Haynes situation. It's like the next generation Jared Haynes situation for yeah. the Titans. Um, but you know, we'll see how it pans out. Maybe he just needs a you know a bit of time playing for fucking Burley or wherever they go down to Tweed or wherever you know down there. What have we and, got? Are they named LG this week? No, we'll talk about. He's that he's he's eighteen. He's in now. Bryce is eighteen at the moment, but I think his his participation aside depends on Proctor if he comes back or not and. So yeah. there's a there's a chance that he that he does play again this week, but um he hasn't been dropped dropped, but at least in that first twenty one list he's not. I'll tell you what fucking LG yeah. would be, you know, well hang on, I got dropped for defensive lapses. At least I fucking tried, I didn't shit yeah. at it. Yeah. You know, that was a fucking defensive prolapse. Yeah. It's yeah. It's like the whole you miss you miss one hundred percent of the tackles that you don't attempt. Mm. And where you know, yeah. where LG misses hundred percent of the tackles that yeah. he does attempt, I don't know. You know but, fucking Copley was good. Um, yeah, yeah. Gordon was solid. Yeah. Fuck, poor old Titans. Uh, Leroy Brown, nineteen seventy-eight. Is there a better site in rugby league than the Fox in full flight? Um, I'll I'll revisit that tweet and I'll agree with you if it's in sky blue in a couple of weeks. Yes. Uh, has a has. Um, so. So Bellamy had Beery's kids down on the sideline last night. That second half comeback was a great Mother's Day present for Mrs. <laughs> Beery. And um. And uh, where is that tweet gone? There it is. Uh, I just like I had, I had one mis misfiled, but it had to be said. Uh, there we go with uh, Hey Sam Warden. If Brycey had shown his pull-out skills earlier, he could have saved himself a lot of trouble and about fifty grand. That's not you know, funny. That's incredibly that's, low-hanging fruit. Look, I don't I don't know why you want to run at Sam, but uh, well, you know, a, it's just bullshit tall poppy thing where people at the bottom of a fucking decline <laughs> need to throw fucking stones 
at the moment at the moment the West Tigers are fucking Bitcoin let's keep button up against the fucking resistance level <laughs> and they can't break out you know although I haven't checked since the London Open maybe that for, for a certain certain Tigers fan yeah who won't go to suburban grounds mm-hmm. unless they're in a fucking trendy hipster suburb <laughs> to be throwing stones yep at a man who's gone you know away from his family to reignite his NRL career and he's struggling. You know? In your hipster fucking workplace that'd probably be bullying. Maybe he can wrap him maybe he can wrap himself in the legacy of Uncle John up there in the Gold Coast. And end up at Manly. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, we turned Suley into a fucking player again, so I mean I'm sure we could do it to anybody. We turned Duarte into a player. I mean, we're obviously the career resurrectors at the moment, so I mean fuck. Even Matty Rice playing first grade these days, so like, you know, Oh, Dylan, Dylan Walker. I mean, he was fucking like, you know, he was chasing the dragon, fucking crackdowns. He was, he was, he was just, he was just in traps with Aaron Gray, I think, wasn't he? And then we turned him to full player again. I mean, fuck if anyone could do it. Um, the Mighty Manly Seagulls, thirty-eight, defeat the Brisbane Broncos, twenty-four. Suncorp, same crowd. Seagulls, 20, uh, thirty-eight, came from a double to Jakey Turbo, a double to Joel Thompson, uh, Appy with a try, Uate with a try, Cherry Evans, three of five conversions and four penalty goals. The Broncos, twenty-four, came from tries to McCulloch, Asako, Thiday, Milford, Asako, three of four conversions. Donuts, fucking satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> If you ask me at the start of every season, which is that? Which is the victory? No matter what happens, which one do you need? Yeah. At a cellular level, you fucking need it. This is the one game that I fucking need every year. Brookvale North. Um, we always win in Queensland for the first time in five years. And um, let me tell <laughs> Is it the first time in five years? I think in the I think in the double heading game. It doesn't it doesn't feel was like fucking long. Was Rally five years ago? It doesn't. What's that? Was Rally Tail five years ago? Yeah, yeah. It showed up. It showed up, it showed up on my Facebook memories. Oh, yeah, like, like one of yeah one of the things I would do when I, with the picture when I have okay. a Rally Tail. Yeah. Nice. So it was only like it was like last week or something yeah. like that. You know. Um, but um, fucking, I tell you, for the the month that they've had, and to pull together. With the the weird weird unsettled lineup they had, um, and to just fuck, you know, maybe I don't know. I'm still not, I'm still not going to say that Trent can coach, but I mean, whoever it was that pointed out to them that if you could run everything through the fucking Nicarima fucking yeah. expressway, and it would reap dividends. <laughs> I mean, there were tries gone begging as well. I mean, there was another try at the start there with Jake when when Boyd just got you know just yeah. getting in the way of the pass yeah, desperately. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was it was just fucking it was just glorious the way they ran through them. Uh, once again, the thing that is the Achilles heel for this side uh, forever and ever this year, the story of this season to date, is this this fucking. It's not a discipline thing, but they can they can definitely get on the on the wrong end of a string of penalties like they'll get a team piggyback down yeah. and a team will go through three tackles and it'll be a penalty and they'll go another three five tackles and it'll be a penalty and they just get hit and, they, and when they got hit with that that sequence of like four or so penalties in a row after they went up yeah. um, that's when that first try was scored uh, you know I'm not sure what was put down but you know whatever and uh, and then the Broncos and that's when the Broncos got you know got the ascendancy I mean this time though they were good enough to, to, to get it back and once they got it back they kept it and, I mean the Broncos scored a couple of junk time tries in the end when it was fucking well and truly over uh, but all in all uh, just a, a tremendous fucking victory Jakey Turbo stepped up stepped up again um, 
Tapao actually had pretty fucking quiet game. I always think it was like he wasn't required to have a big game. Everyone was going well, and so he wasn't required to have such a massive game. And so it actually almost turned out to be like a rest round for him after busting his hump for two weeks, you know, like with monumental fucking record figures. I think for... If you look at both of these teams, you look at um, the, the good turbo, Jakey, he's... He was your, your top tackler. Yep. He was your top meter gainer. Yep. And he was still solid. It wasn't one of those performances where he, you know, put all his fucking guts into tackling and then was just, you know, flaccid in attack. Yep. For, he's obviously come out and he wants, okay, well, fucking, I'm going to take the front foot. Uh, you can only assume he's had a bit of a chat to his little fucking caddy brother over the last little while and said, fucking, you know, put your big boy pants on. Um, and for the Broncos, if there was one positive you take out of this game, while it's sure as fuck not your tackling, because you missed a bunch of those cunts, yep. you're basically a whole team of Bryce Cartwrights, um, Milford seems a lot more vocal on the field. and that he, was, se- he seemed better. That was one of the criticisms they had of him early on, was that you know he, he's got to get out there and really order that team around, and he's got to, he's got to be able to, to talk and have them listen. Yep, and and there was a lot of times where I saw him really looking a lot more confident directing the team around. So um, as long as he can direct Nick Aremi to tackle, yeah. And right. I mean, and and you were mentioning uh, Tommy Turbo as well, and he had a he had a, a drop early on where he sort of looked like he had the shits. But um, I tell you what, there's nothing there's nothing to build confidence again than having a fucking monster game and like turning yeah. around within the course of a yeah. single game, which he did in this game, and he ended up, you know. Uh, you know, second on the meters, only just narrowly behind Jakey. Um, the two of them combined for about 400 fucking meters. I mean, yep. it was unbelievable. And once again, I mean, if Manly can just get their discipline and their errors right, I mean, they're just, you know, and, and the, what the forwards are doing is fucking great. And if yep. they can just, and if they can keep the errors down, and it's going to, I mean, the, once again, I mean, it's the Broncos, they fucking nearly ran 400 meters more than them, and that's coming on after doing the same thing against East last week. And yeah. these are forward packs that aren't fucking dud forward packs either you know like um so these those guys can do the job and if they can just keep the errors down uh, you know as a whole and just and just execute a, a little bit better each week then they're going to be um you know, they're going to be okay you know this this season Suli fucking thieved that guy or fucking you know i mean what well, he's a steal yeah. of the year pay him 120 g's first week up he's against latrell mitchell who's like the only guy that can score for the roosters and he fucking holds him mm-hmm. and this week it was like oh is he going to be put on bird or and you think you you you'd think that like if, if they switch bird and they put roberts on him you think he'd get he could get burned but you know didn't he he was once again he was fine um I hope if we put Hodkinson into the starting lineup and they push everyone out, like Walker gets pushed out the centre, hopefully, you know, they keep Sully and put him out there on a wing. Um, because he's uh, he's coming along far better than I than I anticipated that he uh, he would be so quickly. Has he got any pride in New Jersey yet? <laughs> oh, it looks like he's got tons of pride in Jersey. Well, no, you I mean, pay, in the you're paying time. for it. So you'd, you'd yeah, we're, pay, we're paying. Pay, pay for play. Let's just say if he had pride in the fucking... In the Pride in the West Tigers jersey and Pride in the Bulldogs jersey, um, I don't. Th- I think that he's got at least as much pride in the Manly jersey, but we're only paying him twenty percent of it. To, yeah, to but he relinquished that money pride. because he realised. So he let money go there. He didn't fight for anything that he could have been entitled to. He fought, whereas, he, fought, he fought for his right to eat fucking fried chicken. Whereas, because Manly are such obvious cucks, he's gone. I can fucking hold out here and have them begging for me to play. 
yeah, um, unfortunately that didn't happen at all. And, uh, and as a result, he uh, realized that when you get thrown a bone, you don't fucking dictate the size of the bone. And uh, so he's playing for fucking a handful of meaty bites at the moment. And, uh, but he did that. Doing well. He dictated. He no. dictated that you need to pay me this or I'm not playing first grade. No, no, he dictated you need to pay me this. And they said, no, we're going to pay you that. And he said, okay. And no. uh, yeah, and he went straight with Okay. You need to get your story straight before you fucking <laughs> before you come at it. And um, the Broncos, like Darius, is absolutely fucking cooked. Are they can pick him in the Origin side if they do. It's an improvement for the Broncos. Yeah. Birds, birds been uh, been dropped this week. Um, Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah. He'll be in fucking England by. He'll be playing in England next year. It just seems to me to be so unwayne, like. If he's he come doesn't up. be clicking with him though either, like yeah, because you know there are guys that are troubled, yeah. And Wayne Bennett will fucking he will he'll fix them, and then he will defend them to the ends of the earth, and it just doesn't seem to be, I don't think whatever but whatever he requires but of a young person saying. in return, Bird's not giving that to him at all. But it, well, no, I wouldn't even go that far because you look at it, you're either like with Wayne Bennett, it seems to be that you are either Darius Boyd, yep, or you're Dane Gay guy. Oh, I'm sure there's like a creamy middle. But who, though? You know? It was always... The Broncos were built on that whole fucking solid work and everyone's doing their job and, you know, these guys rain out Yeah, but but like the gay guy end of the scale, you're saying that's like... That's release or firing. That's like the gay guy, you know, Neville Costigan, Ian Lacey. Yeah, fucking Justin Hodges, you know, prior to East... What's his name? Carl Webb. Yep. Um, Same thing, but... Like, he, he's come up. Fair enough, he had a shoulder injury. Yep. That Cronulla definitely should have told him about. Um, <laughs> for, okay, you, you're coming back, your shoulder injury is fine. I haven't seen too many shoulder injuries that prevent you from doing at least some light cardio. Yeah. You know? So his weight's ballooned. Fair enough, your weight's ballooned. All of a sudden, he's fucking okay, well... Where are you playing? Are you playing there? Are you playing at six? Here, 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 here. The simple fucking solution was just to say, well, okay, you're not coming back into first grade until you hit these fucking metrics. You need yep. to drop down to this. You need to be able to do this. And you need mm-hmm. to show me you can do that. Yep. Then you're in the centres. Yep. Perform there, and we can start talking about where you want to play. Yep. It just seems that it was okay. Well, we've got him now. We have to use him. Yep. So. And they've reached a the point where they're over that. Mm. Um. Hey Sam Warden, uh, Brisbane Broncos looking to looking forward to maybe jagging some wins during Origin periods when other teams lose their rep players. Uh, sea Eagle Spur, Manly just moved in on Broncos turf and took over like Nike did to the Adidas store at my local Westfields. Hashtag folded a month later. Uh, Cruzy 06, best part of the night was meeting up the Twill lads. After that, I quickly absorbed Alzheimer's. Hashtag fuck Jay Bird off. Um, Cruzy buying fourteen dollar fucking milkshakes. Yeah. And it's yeah. funny, like, yeah, and I asked if they put bourbon in it. I mean, that must be extra then, because I saw in the menu, they're like, yeah, just ask us, you know, yeah. if you want us to put a fucking shot or something in it, you know. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Martin underscore Aaron. Uh, Manly not only win in Brisbane, but also draw a crowd. Perhaps they should stay there. Oh, f- fucking bring it. God, I'd love to have 10, 10 to 12 games a year. Yeah. Uh, fat, hairy, lazy. Wayne Bennett is cooked. Made the 2015 Grand Final with an Anthony Griffin-assembled squad. Inherited his St. George Illawarra Premiership team. Broncos shockingly made Manly look like a first-grade side. Yes, yes. Mad Dog underscore no space. One week they love you. 
one week they hate you, you still get 20, 20 bucks worth of Maccas. <laughs> well, so I guess if we're using your week analogy, you get 140 bucks worth of Maccas. Yeah. <laughs> so it's even better. Yeah. Uh, the Rabbits, 24, defeat the Dragons, 10 at ANZ, crowd of just over 13,000 in attendance. The Rabbits, 24, came from tries to Heimel Hunt, Crichton, the shocker, uh, Campbell, Graham, Greg Inglis, uh, Reynolds, two or four conversions and two or three penalty goals. Uh, the Dragons, 10, came from a double to Frizzle Manizzle and uh, Widdit, one conversion. Yeah, this um look again, this whole one game narrative thing. Dragons mm-hmm. have lost a game and now they're fucking shot and Souths have The choking. Souths have won a game against the Dragons and uh, oh they're a contender. They're massive now, contenders, you know. They're almost favourites they, now. They they almost took the Dragons out when they met a couple of rounds ago. So yeah. I'm not sure how this is surprising That's not it's, it's to people. It's it's not surprising, but at the time I think that one was seen um potentially as a a down dragons effort yeah whereas this one was like you know absolutely no fucking doubt about it i mean mm. south had their way with them yeah um sam ba- i mean the, the, this seabold's been the best thing that's happened to the fucking burge eye yeah you know, to their, their career it, because it, he's he's turned he's turned them back to you know maybe not 2014 but i mean fuck you know you can't argue with the results i mean they're approximating that yeah it's a, you, you look at that south team and look much much in the same way that you look at st george mm-hmm and you look across their key positions, and there are people that almost any club would take. Yep. You know, there's a good combination of size and strength and speed. There's you know, guys who who really read the game well. You've got everything from Inglis's old head right through to fucking Cook's energetic exuberance. Yep. I'm not sure why it's a surprise. Um, I really think that for... Rabbits, they can only undo themselves. You know the the games that they lose, they drop the ball, they give away silly penalties. Sam Burgess gets fucking suspended for two weeks. Because um, I feel like the system wise, I think they're fully converted over now to Seabold. Yes, and and reaping the benefits. So now, yeah, yep. from the dragon side of things, did did it ever actually come out what happened to Debellin? I'm not that, that I saw. That was... Ugh, fuck, I don't know. But, um, yeah, they're going to have losses. Yeah. They're going to go through and they're going to have times where things don't click. And unfortunately for them, this was one where they had a couple of misfires on the same night, yeah. which they haven't had previously this season. Yep. If their halves have had a down game, then their forwards have played out of their skin. Yep. So, again, it's it's far from crisis stations for the Dragons. Look, as 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 you know, a, a former parent of the show would say, there's losses like these that you have <laughs> that you have to have on the way to an undefeated season. Well, here's the thing, though. You know, the Dragons, the way they're playing, mm-hmm. anything less than a premiership is a total failure of their season. Look, it's fucking May. If they were playing like this in in August, then yes. If they put this the stretch together that they have at the start of the year, if that was the, the way they no, ended no. the regular season, then yes. But with the roster they've got, yeah, with what they've shown, yeah, if they don't win the grand final, then it's a massive failure, and they should fold the fucking club. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I actually I would take yours yours one step further, and I would say <laughs> that it's possibly the biggest choke in uh, in the NRL era of rugby league. Yeah, surpassing. Uh, Parramatta of uh, what 2001 yeah 
I would say it would far surpassing. Yeah. Paramount of 2001. Yeah. I think that, the, yeah, I mean, the, with the roster they've got, I mean, they really should be guaranteeing their fan base. Do you reckon in their prayer circles they're praying to Michael Hutchins? <laughs> David, David, David Carradine. <laughs> <laughs> Ned Kelly. <laughs> All famous autoerotic asphyxiation deaths. <laughs> But at the moment, they're just, at the moment, they've really just, they're not even on the doorknob. They've just got the fucking, they just put a tie on yeah. at the moment. I mean, yeah. they haven't even fucking, they haven't even put the Mars bar in the fridge. Yeah. In the freezer, let alone fucking taking it out again. And it, they, they're using a necktie. It's not even a commitment like a belt with a fucking metal thing that goes through the hole. That's Kim Wilson isn't even on her way over. <laughs> <laughs> Catalog Blue. <laughs> well, if this isn't a screaming advert for suburban football, I'm a poor judge. There's no comparison between the atmosphere at this game with last week at Cogra. True. Underscore JDHD. The only thing I enjoyed about that game was how pissed off all the Dragons players were about losing. It gives me some hope. That's what you want to see. Supergrove 4. And the choke has begun. Ticketmaster resaling meltdown with the avalanche of grand final tickets for sale from the gong. Hashtag provoke the choke. He's really... I, I appreciate you going so hard on that, Dave. Uh, so early in the season. But um, So... With our mate Shocker, yep, Angus Crichton, yep, best game he's played for the Rabbits in uh, this season. It is. Where do you reckon he is on backflip territory? Because he's signed with the Roosters for next year already. All right. Um, he doesn't strike me as a backflip type. That's the first thing. I, that's the first comment I'd say. Um, but looking at it. Do you think Rusty still has the sort of power that he did and, you know, come on and this and we're building, we're almost there and you can be part of something? And Look, if his last name was Burgess, potentially. Yeah, okay. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, these sorts of things. I think, I think it's a, you know, after, after the, you know, Teddy and, you know, and then, and then Cherry Evans, I mean, they did, they got escalated to such a, each backflip got more, yeah, fucking audacious and preposterous yeah. than the previous one. So I don't think that there's. I don't think we're going to see anything like that ever again. Mm. You know, um, the uh, Sharkies twenty four to feed the Raiders sixteen down in Canberra, just over eleven thousand there. Sharkies twenty four came from a double to Holmes, uh, Williams and Fecky with the other tries. Townsend three or four conversions and a penalty goal. The Raiders sixteen came from tries of Kotrick and Austin, Croker two of two conversions and two of two penalty goals. Man, I was out for this one. They had to work for it, the old Sharkies. And, um, yeah, I was out for this one too, I mean, being that it was a Mother's Day mm. afternoon. Yes. Uh, as expected. However, I did watch it uh, soundlessly on the NRL app. Perhaps not as intently as uh, as, as I ordinarily would. But, uh, look, this one, I mean, the Raiders, they they got to a lead early without looking like... They were the better side early. But, I mean, the Sharkies in the lead-up to this one, they lost, um, once again, Gallon. He, yeah. he must have earmarked this one as a, as a, a potential, potential loss. loss. So yep. he, sat, he, he sat this one out. And um, But the, the, the this game, one thing one thing that we did see in this game was the return of, uh, of uh, Special K's favourite, or, you know, former favourite, Valentine Holmes. And it was a spectacular fucking try that, that, that yeah. bust the game open in the early stages, uh, at least for, you know, for the Sharks. Uh, um, with the length of the field try, was uh, it's good to see you can still do it, you know. But, I mean, Sharkies, they went in, um, you know, down at half time. They had to fight hard to get back into it. And um, I mean, in Canberra, it's getting... I just still don't know what to make of the Raiders this season because I don't. I still don't feel like the Sharks 
uh, especially good. <laughs> I mean, no. I know I know we got we got a lot of Sharkies Sharkies fans that listen to the yep. show, and um, I'm not I'm not trolling on you know what I mean. Like I'm not. I just don't I don't feel that they're, they're that they've. It's just hard to put into words. I don't I don't want you to feel like I'm I'm picking on the Sharkies, but I just I just don't feel like they're there. No, in, in spaces on the field, they're astronomical. Like yep. when Fafita's on, yep, he's one of the most damaging forwards in the competition. And this was one you of know, those games. It, this was this was one of those Fafita games. Yeah, exactly. It was, uh, and 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 the, the problem with Fafita is, you know what? You'll get four, three, Maybe. four of these a year. Yep. If he could pull this shit out week on week, yeah, he would be one of the fucking yeah. greatest players of all time. Yep. But is this the thing though? Does that mean Flano needs to look at him and go, "Well, okay, we got to jig some shit." He's got a lot of eighty-minute forwards, Flano. Yeah. You know, do you reduce Fafita's minutes? Or do you burn two interchanges in fucking spacing him out a little bit? You yeah. Know, it, I don't know if you'd want to burn two interchanges on him, but yeah, I mean, you could you could reduce his minutes. Yeah. yeah cause he won't play off the bench. There was that fucking drama in Origin. Last well, year, I, just, I just wonder, like, with the Manly game, I just wonder if, if Marty was given a lesser... Like, at some point, they're like, you know, if, if you know, he whether he consciously just mm. took it easier this game and didn't feel like he had... You know? Yeah. And so I wonder if, he could just, if they could do that, if they could just kind of, like, space him out in terms of, you know, roll each week. Yeah. And say, look, this week is going to be a, you know... Yeah, that makes sense. Look, he's probably a bit like more just manage him a bit, but... Do- yeah. Dominant in the team than, yeah. than Marty is, but... Yeah. Um, but, oh, my, oh my God. I'll tell you one thing. One thing about listening to these things without the volume is you don't hear the commentary, which is something I really like. Yeah. And um, judging from Twitter, I still haven't... I haven't listened to... I haven't even watched the highlights or anything, so I haven't listened to the commentary at any, any point of this game, but all the commentary coming through, not to us, but just tweets in general on the timeline was just people just telling, yeah, Gus to, you know, just fucking stop deep-throating for feeder. And, yeah, so it must have been pretty... Uh, must have been yeah. Pretty it's, uh, must have been pretty, uh, pretty um, full-on. Um. Uh, ben Dunn, 43. Free Texas from Ricky with every bag of dicks. Special K online. <laughs> he re-emerges, obviously, with Val. I mean, you know, Val, he got the, the match-winning or the match-sealing sort of try right at the death, but that fucking length of the field try was something. Yeah, two tries to, two tries to win the game down that cunt cucumber's wing wrapping up. Go gape yourself with Thanos' fist, you stupid inbred hillbilly cunts. Oof. He's back. The Biddles won. All I wanted to do tonight was punch Gus in the Hope Solo repeatedly every time he opened his mouth. The fucked hard just loves the sound of his voice and speaks for fucking sake of it. Yeah. Go root for feeder, you fuckhead. <laughs> Hashtag lump of shit. Hashtag beetroot head. <laughs> <laughs> Tall Hayden. Val Holmes scoring on Mother's Day is poetic because we all know one listener who would like to impregnate him. I, no, look, people are remembering that incorrectly. We have one listener that wanted to be impregnated by him. Yeah. Yep. You know, the the phrase, fill me with your seed, doesn't mean that... But he was doing, like, the come tribute thing as well, so he was, he was spilling his own seed as well. Yeah, he's saying, my seed isn't good enough for your body. <laughs> but do wonders for your complexion. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this week coming up, round 11. Um, and first up, we have the uh, Panthers versus the Tigers. So, a golden opportunity for the Panthers here to put the Tigers back into their rightful uh, declining state. Cleary returns in the halves. Mm. 
what a perfect time for him to come back. Just enough time for him to state his case or uh, to supply Origin. Yes. Just enough time. Yes. Uh, his, his return moves Peachy to the centres. Yogo's back to the pack, which I'm sure he'd love, and uh, Kikau's out on the bench. Katoa replaces Wallace. Yeah. Not a lot of fucking around in this team, but I mean, you, you know, to be expected, I guess, with the massive injuries and turnover. A lot, a lot of that I, th- I think is good. I'd, you know, I'm, I'm the world's biggest fucking Isaiah Yo fan. Mm-hmm. And and as much as he puts in fucking 180% every week, yep. speed's an issue for him. He's a bigger guy, and out in that position, he can get found out, especially against a team like the Tigers that like to play in up-tempo style. Yep. Um, you know, We'll see how clear his match fitness goes. Uh, I'm a big fan of Katoa in the nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think our attack looks more direct yep. when he's on. You know, Wall's a fucking great service uh, serviceman to the club, and you know, fuck gave gave a nut for us. But it's it's almost I think that the, the what we lose in pace isn't worth anything he brings to the team now that we've got Maloney yeah controlling it. So um, yeah, Penrith by a thousand, <laughs> and the the, the yeah, a negative change for the Tigers, I guess. I mean, like having Wes Nagama back in centre is not, you know, is, is not a bad thing at all. But uh, with Fanua being dropped for turning up late to training, uh, Ivan's obviously setting a hard line there in terms of uh, club culture and discipline. And uh, yeah, I, I will never begrudge a coach for doing no, that. You know, agreed. there's a line in the sand. Agreed, um, but, with the, but the way he's been tanking it and, uh, and, and bringing the ball back and yep. uh, he's played some very crucial parts in... in uh, yeah. In everything good that's happened to them over the last couple of weeks. If I'm a Tigers fan, I'm incredibly happy with that long-term mentality. Yeah. You know, not that whole, well, fuck, he's been good for us, so we need him this week to win this game. Yeah. Um, it's well, this, this is the thing. He's not going to be the key to victory for the West nah. Tigers, but fuck, he'd be handy for him to have oh, in this game. But, uh, yeah. they, will def- they will feel his absence. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going, uh, where are we? Where are we? Who have I picked here? Panthers, I ticked. There you go. Kiss of death. Jesus, fuck. The... Uh, <laughs> the Eels take on the Warriors at ANZ, Friday night pub slot game. Um, the Eels, okay, so Edwards is out. He's dropped while they investigate this, uh, you know, the, the, the license suspension thing. Um, Will Smith is, uh, has been dropped to the bench. Um, Mao named at lock and uh, Scott in the back row. Fucking hell. A lot of changes around there in the Warriors. Um Okay, so Mason Lenor and, and Isaac Luke have both been named in the side despite the fact they're injured, uh, or, you know, said to be. Yeah. Uh, and we are not seeing yet. Yeah, okay, so as a result, we are not seeing Sean Johnson re- returning at the moment. And uh, look, Parramatta are a much, easier, a much easier prospect for the Warriors. When, you know, when you want to bounce back... Parramatta are the side yeah. to bounce back against in season 2018 and and in you know the last couple of weeks. I mean they yeah. had their little their little golden period where they they started to pull it back together, but they've uh, dropped that again. Yep. So look, I think it's a, a golden opportunity for the the uh, New Zealand forwards to react to the way that they were they were fucking bitched out last week. Yep. And I and I feel like guys like Torhu Harris and Adam Blair can really you know. They don't like that shit. You know, they're not going to like that. Yeah. And hopefully, they're going to try and lead. I mean, because Parsi last week, he was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you know, in a in a beaten side, in a, in a badly beaten side, I yep. mean, he, he was fucking great. And I like, hear yeah. yeah, that running battle, like, you know, all game with fucking um, Napa. And and I think that this this is one thing that's 
different about the Warriors this year is they you do see that resilience in them that well mm. okay we we underperform then yeah we really need to come out and step it up yep this yep. week so yeah I think the Warriors and, as well uh, yeah I'm going Warriors uh, okay so the uh, Broncos take on the Roosters Friday night football the regular Broncos slot um, Suncorp Stadium again for the Broncos um, Jack Bird dropped. Glenn, uh, Alex Glenn's out. Payne Haas is out, uh, presumably through that injury. I mean, that was something to mention through the game, but it looked like his shoulder got dislocated through the game, and mm. he's like sort of shoved it back in and refused to leave and all that sort of thing. So he's uh, he's like a that. tough little fucker. Um, but you know they've got uh, Pangai Junior comes uh, comes in, and uh, often Gary Lock comes in as well. Um, and David Fafita, which is uh, not the uh, not the, the, the dickhead less good brother of the other dickhead <laughs> twin. It's uh, actually, the, I believe he's the youngest player to debut in, you know, he's, he's the first player born in the 21st century oh. to, to or something. Okay. So, yeah. So I saw some something around that today. I saw, uh, just, I just saw some, like one line, yeah, some tweets and stuff about it today. So, so 2000 was the 21st century. Yeah. So I guess he's the first on the today boo. So he's youngest 18. Player, yeah. So, okay. So, um, youngest player to debut or something. So he's, he's 21 at the moment. So whether he actually makes the sides another thing yeah, entirely. That's it. Uh, but you know, we shall see. And, uh, the Roosters, Radley returns from suspension, which is, you know, great for them. That's fantastic for them. Uh, and that's the only, that's the only change that they, that they make. Um, Jake Friend, you'd want to say against the Broncos, <laughs> In at Suncorp, mm. this would be the game. <laughs> this yeah. would be the time for him to play the game of his fucking life. With, with, yeah, with, with Cameron Smith vacating the nine. Yep. Um, I feel there is a clear. I feel that Andrew McCulloch is a clear choice. Yes. To replace him. Yeah. Clear choice. Um, I, I don't think Queensland fall into that trap of picking someone that's past their prime but's having a good start to the season. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That that is a very New South Wales. Style selection, um, but I mean for guys like you know the, the, starting this round, yeah, guys like Friend and Granville and uh, and I guess Siggy to a lesser extent, mm. they need to start putting their fucking hand up because there could be like you know some sort of utility value or I'm, I think McCulloch will get the the nine though. I'm not convinced on this Roosters forward pack. You know, like we we saw it when we were you know, looking at the game, yeah, last week. Napa was was absolutely you know, put on some fucking highlight hits, but if you look closer at them, they're like those. You know, a, a guy takes a pass and he's he's fumbled it a couple of times, so he sort of stopped and turned his back a little bit, and then Napa puts the the big shot on. Yeah, um, he can pick he, he can pick a time and place yeah. to absolutely smash a vulnerable person. I, I think all th- all things considered, if they're both out there playing well, I think Brisbane's got the edge in the forwards, which opens them up for a little bit of speed. In the back, yep. Uh, and I'm not sure that the Roosters are smart enough to run everything at Nicarima. So they, they just seem to be far too structured in how they're playing at the moment. And unless Cooper decides that he wants his game plan to be run at Nicarima all night, I'm, I'm not sure they're going to do it. So I'm tipping the Broncos. But if they do, I fucking drill them. So I'm going to yeah. <laughs> tip the Roosters. Yeah. And I, I just interrupt this this preview section because I got I got a tweet from uh, Biggest Tiger, which has referred to me to another another tweet by uh, to some some uh, girl named Casey. She's a uh, <laughs> 
Tigers fan base update. We are dealing with people who genuinely think Ivan dropping Mahe was a conspiracy to stop Nathan getting hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, you, you, you motherfuckers are, are, are never getting it if that's... <laughs> really? <sighs> I, I did, see, did you just see the video online of them the other day? Um, whom? Uh, Ivan and Nathan. No, I saw, I, I, I saw the thumbnail, I was sort of standing on a, on a, on a deck or something, yeah, but I, yeah, I, I saw, I didn't watch it though. I rang Glenn and, and ran him, ran him through as well. Yeah. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Just, just the, the fucking father and son wit. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that. Just I, the back and forth. The fact that Ivan still has the, like he's, he's still the fucking master of the quips. He just yeah. got him. Yeah. Like they were talking about, I think they were talking about Nathan buying a house. Yeah. And Ivan goes, oh, you know, you think you should do it. It's good for you. You know, it's a good investment. It's not like you can't afford it. Yeah. And Nathan goes, oh, I don't know, a better contract would make it easier. And Ivan just yeah. quick as a fucking flash goes, well, you know where to get one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, and, and so. like, that's, that, that's funny. That, the, for me, that's funny to watch. But, I mean, as like a, as, as a Panthers fan, I mean, ever since, ever since Ivan signed on with the Tigers, there's, there's got to be this... Yeah, this fear of one day he's taken him. Yeah, the the only thing that keeps him at Penrith is Ivan failing to turn around that absolute fucking dumpster fire of a club. Yeah, no, um, they're winning some games. <laughs> Do you think that even matters? <laughs> the, yeah, the the fact that you know up till fucking how long ago the Tigers had to bring their own strapping tape. Yeah, I mean, and now they got they got they got the Cougar, haven't they? Something fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Someone called Docs. Yeah, I think I, I think his entire strength and conditioning and uh, is, is just like that old that old fucking magic ice spray, just <laughs> just sp- spray it on everything. <laughs> that and fucking like Denker up, just, uh, just <laughs> deep heat, just sprays out on everything, and that, that that's literally it. Oh fuck yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I think the Broncos uh, on that last game, the Titans versus the Knights at Seabus. Uh, what should I say? Hope so. I can't see him. And uh, I had, did not realise last week that there were so many people that um, hadn't yet, you know, had come on at a stage and didn't know, didn't understand the Hope Solo. Really? Meant. But uh, you've got some tweets to read later from those guys. Um, okay, so so Jai Arrow returns for the for the which Titans, is a big which is in. a big in. Yep. Uh, Bryce has been dropped to the reserves. He's in 18 at the moment, but this, as I said earlier, this does depend on um, Kevin Proctor playing. If yeah. he doesn't, I expect that they'll probably find a place for him again. Well, Proctor's been named. Yeah, he has been named, that's that, and that's and that's that has that's what pushes pushes uh, Bryce yeah. out to the 18. And I would imagine that if if he's out, then he'll probably slide back in there. Pete's returning as well. Is he? Well, he's been. Oh named. yeah, he's named. Yep. Um, yep. It, fuck, maybe it means they can finally go to Ash Taylor. Pete's can pass right, can't he? Possibly. Because rain only goes left. Yep. But, uh, yeah. No, I um, I think the Knights are going to take this one here. I, I don't think the, the Titans are, are that that much of an improvement this week. Yeah, I just feel like the Titans, if the, if the Titans play their, their best, which I think is somewhere around that, you know, the, the last 20 minutes of the first mm. half against the Storm, mm. if they can play that, I mean, the Knights are, are very fucking susceptible to all of that play and and will concede points. But, but the, the Knights are fucking ninjas like that, though. Like, they did it against us last week, and they did it the week before against Souths. Yeah. Like, when, you know, Souths came out and put on fucking, like, two tries in eight seconds. Yep. 
and you're like, oh, fuck, okay, they're going to run away with this. Yep. Then all of a sudden, the, the knights are putting them on themselves. Yeah. They're, they're fucking sneaky in how they come back to you. Yep. Uh, I think, let me, I don't think I, t- I actually put my tips in here so I can see who is there. I did tip the knights too. Mm. Okay, uh, next one was the Cowboys versus the Rabbits, I believe. Scrolling up and down here, there we go, 1300 teeth. Um, unchanged lineup, at least today, for the Cowboys and uh, the Rabbitohs also unchanged. So, I think well, the, yeah. I think the Rabbitohs, if they, I think the, the thing they need to look at now, we've seen their best performances and what they can do yeah. uh, as, as recently as last week. Mm-hmm. Um, they also had the, you know, the one, the Anzac Day one against the Roosters as well, which was another big one. Yep. And so we, now, now that the Seabold system seemed to be in place, I think now it's a matter for them of just replicating that on a week to week basis and getting just a bit more consistent with it. And if they, if they achieve that, then I, was gonna I think f- they'll fucking yeah. beat, the t- beat the Cowboys. I was going to fucking say well. something about, you know, rabbits in Queensland and, did we give them myxomatosis or do we just never have them up here? I don't know, man. Because it's illegal to have rabbits in Queensland. As pets it is, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, rabbits. They're going to fucking go nuts. The Melbourne Storm take on the Mighty Manly Seagulls uh, down there at the Korean Housewife on uh, Saturday evening. And uh, this one, Melbourne Storm will not have Cam Smith. Uh, so replacing him will be uh, Brandon Smith. I mean, Cram Smith, the Schlam Schliff. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes, goes the old Clark Kent, puts, yeah. puts a pair of glasses on. <laughs> Sticks on a moustache or something. Like. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> and, uh, they've also got a suspension to San Cassiano as well, so Glasby comes in. I mean, that's probably good in for them. He's just come mm. back from injury. Yep. Um, Okay, so Manly, Hodkinson, newly arrived Hodkinson. He is, uh, he's been named in, uh, in 14 at the moment. Who knows what will actually happen as the week goes on. I imagine it'll be the way the, uh, the trains. Mm-hmm. Toff simply comes in to replace Paseca, who's out for a couple of weeks with, I believe, an ankle injury. And um, Jackson Hastings doesn't make the 21 this week. Now, Hodkinson's here. They don't have to go through that fucking charade anymore, any longer. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't even appear in the, in the uh, Tuesday 21. Uh, look... When Cameron Smith doesn't play for the Storm against Manly, good things happen. Uh, historic things happen. Magical things happen. And uh, this week, it's uh, going to be no different. And uh, Manly going to smash the Storm. They're actually going to embarrass them. Um, it's it's the, not like this Broncos game is going to be worse than that for the Storm. Um, Billy will probably retire after this game because you'll see the writing on the wall. I mean, he's the last of the uh, last of the big pillars to fall, and uh, and he'll just see. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cam Cam knows he knows the deal. <laughs> and um, that's all I got to say about that. Manly thirteen plus, um, significantly more if you can get you know. Check your local bookmaker. See if you can get it, get even uh, yeah get like a, a a number on nineteen plus because uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be huge. Manly starts starts fucking curb stopping people. You realise Uarte's up against the fucking Ebony Adonis, and he'll have to catch. <laughs> Ebony Adonis has done nothing this year. What are you talking about? I know he's done fucking nothing. And is there a better player? 
to play him back into form. <laughs> hey, Uate has been fucking great. He's been great the last couple of weeks. I mean, he had that bad game, but he turned he turned that shit around, and now yeah. he's been he's been taking all sorts of high balls and shit. He's been talking about Penrith buying. He's been running. Fucking... Yeah, exactly. Now he's playing for that playing for that sweet chocolate soldier money. Yeah. He's fucking. He, he's 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 like I embody the yeah. chocolate soldier shit, man. Like I um, <laughs> I I think that there would be enough fucking lashings going out to players from Bellamy especially with Smith out look if they won if they lost that game to the Titans if it had proceeded the same way it did uh, you know prior to half time yeah I'd agree I'd agree with you I think that you know obviously when people's family members are on the line yeah that's it but um I, th- I think that uh, they because they got away with the win, it might have papered over some of the cracks yeah. and uh, cracks that Manly will uh, fully expose okay. and penetrate, if you will. Uh, the only thing that can stop us is the uh, referee, Henry Perinara, who's uh, a known fucking cunt. Dragons take on the Raiders. Glen Willow Regional Sports Stadium. Where the fuck is that? So that cunt's fucking lucky that people aren't, you know, more adept at using technical terms for body parts. It's his fucking last name. He's dangerously close to the Dude. scientific name for a chotus. So the gooch. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, that's a, that's his fuck. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Where's where's Glen Willow? Glen, Glen, Glen Willow Oval. Oh, Mudgy. It's a Mudgy game, of course. Oh. There we go. Um, so well-known fucking honey capital of the world. Is it? I don't know. I used to live in Minto. We used to go on... Minnow. Up to fresher um, fruit. Okay. You had these big fucking tubs of mudgy honey. Oh, yeah, you've mentioned that you've mentioned the yes. fresher fruit before, yeah. Uh, okay, so um, no no real changes to to, uh, to either side. Um, none none at all at the moment to, in the 17 for the Raiders and, uh, and with the Dragons, it's just uh, Blake Laurie uh, hits the bench. Um over Lomax, so Zach Lomax, who who made his debut last week, um, poor young fellow, being scapegoated for the for the loss to the Rabbits. Look, I think the Dragons are going to bounce back, and I think they'll bounce back well. The Canberra Raiders are way too fucking mistake prone, and they're way too way too guilty of drifting in and out of games. Yes, and I think this is the type of game that the that the Dragons will need to win to establish those premiership credentials. I mean, they've had a great season so far, and they've been going well. But you wouldn't want to lose this one disappointingly. I don't think that where the Raiders' strengths lie, and by that I mean with fucking Lapener, mm-hmm. I don't think it, the Dragons are, are easy enough to expose. And like Lapener, yes, yes, they are so, a strength, but I mean, not like they were. No, not at all. I mean, they're not conjuring shit out of nothing anymore. If, if your coach is fucking smart enough to say, yeah. hey, if there's fucking, you know, fourth or fifth... And BJ's in dummy half. They're going to go watch down. the short side. Yeah, yeah. But um, and you know when you tackle BJ, try and wrap him up, or at least have someone there ready because yeah, watch Rapa, watch Rapana because BJ's probably going to offload to him. <laughs> <laughs> He'll come right up to the line. Yep. Maybe even maybe even suck two of you in, and then he's going to dump it off. He's like a good Bryce Cartwright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I think dragons. Uh, agreed. Uh, the Sharkies take on the doggies. At Reclaim Australia Stadium. And uh, Gallon's back. Obviously dubs this one a winnable encounter. Yeah. Uh, Bakuya back as well. So uh, that drops Paul. I see him out of an eye off the bench. And, um, Can we start petitioning? 
that you know how people go on and on about how players played for Australia in Super League, so it should be counted and yeah. Yeah. I say we start petitioning for the official statistics to show games lost when you were in the first grade squad but didn't play through injury. I don't think that's fair. Well, you only want to do that so Gal's already got the record. Well, if some if somebody plays, you know, yeah, they get a ring in the grand final. Oh, that's yeah, discretionary yeah. though, isn't it? I'm just saying, everyone knows it's true. We just need to make it official. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can get behind that. As much as I want Gallon to claim that record, <laughs> I don't know if I can get behind it. <laughs> uh, look, okay, so the doggies. Clemmer back in the starting front row. Clay Priest on the bench. Look, I think that the the Sharks have just enough general structure and discipline in their game to outlast whatever the dogs throw at them. I think they're defensively sound enough. Yeah. The dogs aren't throwing anything at them. If you look at Matt Moylan, his strengths tend to be around playing against sides like the dogs in periods where you're going to have Aaron Woods falling off tackles yep. And, yep. and, you know, tired big men not doing what they're supposed to be doing. So... Um, if he doesn't win the game for them single-handedly, it's another sure sign that Cronulla have been absolutely fucking cucked by Penrith. All right. And, yeah, and it goes without saying, Cronulla. Yeah. Okay, mailbag this week, Twitter. Um, Cruzy06, he said, I agree with Stepdad. Uh, while I enjoy games at Suncorp, I, uh, ISC and Suburban games are great. After bringing my son to a few this year, he looks forward to attending these games, and his biggest take is uh, being on the ground at halftime and full-time. Mm-hmm. Kids fucking love that. Yeah. Because, I, I, because of, the, because of the, the fact that, you know, for Suncorp games, the, mostly the, the only options you have are Broncos games, and mostly the only options for Broncos games are taking place at 8 o'clock on Friday night. Yep. I don't get to a lot of... Killer doesn't get to come to a lot of games with me. And um, two of the games that he has been to were, like, I think there was one against the Tigers, uh, the Broncos and Tigers, and it was like a daytime, and it was yep. someone's thing, and someone's last game, I can't remember who it was, yeah, or someone, yeah, you know. Yeah, right. And so you get to go on the ground and everything. Yep. Fucking okay, loves it. And every time he's like, when's the next time yeah. we can go, you know? So so he can because he wants to, he wants to go on the ground. Yeah, Suncorp's great for events. Yeah, yeah, great yeah. for events. But yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's nothing like uh, getting on the ground and having a kick afterwards. Get on um, the hill. That's it. Yep. Uh, ben Dunn forty three said, uh, in honor of um, Cam Smith's suspension, do we put out chicken wings or legs? Of, put out our chicken wings or legs of lamb? Why does it have to be leg of lamb? We've already fucking established. That I got no fucking idea, and I think yeah. it should be a drumstick. I'm even more fucking confused now about why he fucking just went off poultry altogether. I guess because the kiwi, the victim. So he's, he's yeah. saying Proctor's a sheep and Cam ripped his well, leg yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, basically. Okay, yeah, I get that, but yeah. fucking, he's not smart enough to say that. Yeah, true. I don't know. Uh, biggest tiger, he's put through this big, big one. He's, so if, so if I could make some super rugby league monster only using bits from the last decade, it would consist of these parts. What would you change? And he's given this big list of um, what we call a uh, Frankenstein league player. And he's like, so for example, 
the hands of Steve Menzies, index finger of James Graham, feet of James Tedesco, knees, Hazemel Masri, elbows, Sam Burgess, left arm, Jared Hayne, right arm, Greg Inglis, and so on and so on. Like <laughs> right, Left leg, Brad Fittler, right leg, Jonathan Thurston, arse, Danny Baderas. I think Andrew Johns should be the fucking... I mean, if you're picking someone for the yeah. dump ass, like, <laughs> it's got That's to be it. Joey, right? Um, or Hindmarsh. Yeah, Hindmarsh is another one. Yeah. Groin, George Burgess. Chest, Jason Tamalolo. Stomach, George Rose. Did you see George Rose in the sideline? Fuck, fuck me hell. drunk. Um, <laughs> back, Nathan Friend. Neck, Daly Cherry Evans. Nose, Robbie Farrow. Jaw, Nathan Cleary. Ears, Paul Gallen. Eyes, Andrew Johns. Mouth, Semi Radradra. Eyebrows, Scott Prince. And hair, Chad Townsend. That's a lot of fucking granular parts to pick. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I, I, I don't understand what the end goal is. You just you're just trying I. to pick players that have the most prominent whatever and well, taking that and putting it in a thing. Or yeah, that's borderline fucking racism. Picking out people for physical features. You know, better than that. Better than that big T. <laughs> and the fucking glaring hole in this. Why the fuck does your Frankenstein not have a brain? <laughs> Like, is this some weird sort of fucking new sex doll? You don't need it to be able to think or fucking feel pain or or be able to not give consent. And he's in your fucking basement. Really? Athletic as fuck. Oh, yeah. But still. You know? There you go. And he's also specified, like, I'm not sure why we only, only the last decade as well. I guess that's how you couldn't use, like, you know, like... Mark McGaw's legs or Mal Meninga's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah cast yeah um, interesting but I'm happy for people I'm happy for people to uh, to um, to send us any parts of players that they want I mean there's a couple there that I think are, un, uh, are undisputable uh, indisputable I should say and uh, <laughs> like I mean if you're going to put stomach I mean of course George Rose like and on. like why have you got Robbie Farah's nose like of, over, you know, somebody like Anthony Minicello. Tim Manor's eyebrows would probably be contender yeah. over Scotty Prince too, I'd the say. The only thing I can think of is that while you're having your way with this fucking brainless... Abomination. <laughs> Affront <thing>. to God. <laughs> the only thing I could think that would make ejaculating better is punching Robbie Farrah's nose while I was doing it. So, you know, maybe, Look, maybe it's a good idea. I think that this... I think that the, the monstrosities <laughs> like this are the reason... <laughs> why? Why players have prayer circles? I think they're trying to. I think they're trying to, d- to protect the universe <laughs> against <laughs> against the creation of such abominations. I mean, just imagine Wes Nagama's, you know, fatally injured somewhere. His last words are, "Don't let Big T get my flat top." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that he went with that over over Chad Townsend's hair. Obviously, he's, uh, yeah, he's not a fan. Of, he's not a fan of kid and play. We're all got our um, preferences. Uh, Mero Shahadi said, cheers for the Hope Solo lecture, boys. Had a follow-up session on E-Fucked afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> paprika cum shots. He's trying to make his paprika cum shots a, a thing, I think. Um, Red Hill Pony Club. Idea for episode 300. A live episode cast with fans. Hire out a function room slash pub Thursday, Friday night before a game. Sink piss then watch the game. We could do that. We have attempted to, to get things like that off the ground before. And it's, it's unfortunately, just at least in Queensland... It's never it's never proved viable. Yeah. In Sydney, if we were if we were based in Sydney, we could do it easily because I mean every meetup down there is massive, so um it would work it would work great. But uh don't know, Queensland fans would have to demand it. Um Ben Dunn forty three says signed a mate up to this week in league and he's loving it and he showed us a text exchange at, uh, where the guy sent him a message and said, uh, how good was Twill talking about Cam Smith getting punched in the nuts? 
crying face emoji times three. Um, so, uh, so uh, was it Scott? Welcome, Scott. I hope you enjoy the show. Uh, Steve K one four six four three two. That I can confirm. I am a Russian bot. Currently laying the groundwork to influence the Twillies. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sportscastle AU boys. Um, Sends tweets so that they made the trip down from Newcastle to see Thursday night footy for the uh, the Cowboys and the the, uh, the West Tigers. Twill tourists there, and um, Paul Mac underscore seventy eight replying to you. I can't remember how we, how it came up. Talking it's obviously like triple X parodies. He said Raiders of the Lost Ass has nothing on an orifice and a gentle and a gentle gentleman. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic. Giannis underscore Mateus. Have the child support payments finally come in? Because with extolling the so-so braveness of his team and the self-deprecation of his penis length, stepdad was literally one wank stroke over a Polynesian rookie away from being real dad. <laughs> Leroy Brown, 1978. Uh, after your graphic description of Hope Solo, I had to have a look. I look up Hope Solo naked pics leaked, go into the first one that comes up and look at some of the comments down the bottom. I nearly died through lack of breath through laughing so hard. Um, Super Grover 4, that I can never put Paprika on anything ever again. And uh, at the meetup, though, you did <laughs> put the uh, Blair's Mega Death Sauce on a chicken wing and... Um, Fuck, you went on about it too, like a little girl. Yeah, I know. Neil Maddow, 10. Um, I have mates that play indoor soccer at Albion on Wednesday nights, and Lottie Takiri's been spotted playing there. Oh, well, there so we are. Does he score any hat tricks, though? That's that's the next question I have mm. for you, Neil. Uh, the Tour Tourist uh, ongoing on a blood buzz. Uh, Effort Face is worshipped in Singapore, and then he sent us some photographs of, like, you know, I don't know what you'd call them, like, you know, Tosakan statues or whatever, you know, and, and uh, yeah, they looked. Fairly effort facey. Speak straight. Cast in, cast in, uh, in gold. Nice. Uh, Swiss underscore cowboy underscore, underscore 78. And I'm a tool tourist in, uh, I don't know how you pronounce that, but Neja, Spain at the moment. Neja, Spain. Neja. 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 Neja, Spain. Um, still like fucking. Tattoo. Bath. Bath. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brandon Vaudre is at uh, is tour tourist in Japan for the next two weeks. Nice work. So get down to get down to Soapland, son. And um is it snowing over there yet? What month is it, mate? No, no, it wouldn't be because it's um it's like opposite it's opposite it's like it's opposite time to us, I think. Yeah, okay. I'm just trying I'm trying to fucking I'm trying to remember now. Fuck, I can't even remember. I mean, it's always snowing somewhere there, but I mean, I think where, where I was yeah, in, yeah. yeah. Solzy04, once again, he said, like, just a reminder, he, he mentioned, uh, he sent a tweet last week talking about doing an Origin meetup thing for the 24th of the 6th at a city location. I don't have any further information there, but if you're interested in uh, in meeting up with a bunch of people to watch the Origin or drinks before the Origin, Solzy04 is the Twitter handle you need to get at and uh, he'll take care of you. Um, uh, Mitch Doyle13 had a 300th episode idea as well. He said, make the rugby league holy pilgrimage to Byron Bay, piss on a cop car, use the phrase, don't you know who I am, get caught with a class A narcotic, indecently assault a backpacker and visit me while I'm at work. Nine out of 10 NRL players recommend it. <laughs> I guess we could do that <laughs> I suppose um, that's full time episode 287 thanks for listening everyone as always you can interact with us on Twitter so follow at TWI League uh, we're also on Facebook.com forward slash this week in league thank you for sharing and liking the posts you guys um, 
iTunes. Got a couple of reviews this week. Uh, the first one from Super Grover 4, Twilly Goodness, five stars. Now that Real Dad has walked out on us, uh, Stepdad Jay has jumped into the left side of the bed trying to bring some intelligence into Nate's conversation. Yeah, and uh, tune into the weekly wrap of ridiculously biased justifications wrapped in a thin veil of a promise of an express episode. Over two hours of ripping Twilly goodness every week. And uh, M. Luke, Mitch Please, five stars. Is your name Mitch? Do you like Simpsons? Hate Manly? And dabble in a bit of tinfoil millinery? Welcome home. Subscribe, download, sit back and listen along with about a thousand other of like-minded Mitches. Hashtag Matai in decline. <laughs> as Matai is in the M-A-T-T-I, because, of course, the real Matai would never decline. Um, so people named Matt. People named Matt, yes. yeah. Because cause in the past, there has been a people named Matt click in opposition to people named Mitch, because they seem to get a lot of Matts and a lot of Mitches listening to the show, just for a bit mm. of backstory there. Um, thanks for the reviews, and if you haven't given us a review or a ranking, just get over to iTunes, into podcast section, go to sports and recreation category, uh, check out what's hot, you'll see us in there, we're usually second on there, and uh, yeah, click in there, choose a rating, and uh, leave a review, if you please. Um, Thank you once again to our boys that always shout us out at Super League Pod, uh, Sports BFs, uh, Green Machine Pod, West Weekly, Sports Castle AU. And thank you to everyone who came out um, to uh, have some beers. And uh, and in some cases, I was going to give a shout out to, to One Eyed Tiger and uh, Alpha Ben and um, Grover, of course. For, for uh, having a crack at the... Oh, and fucking Dayman, Alex Day, for having a crack at the, the Blair's Mega Death Source. I mean, there were people who had the, you know, had the wings. I saw one, well, One-Eyed Tiger, he had two of the wings with the Death Source on it. And fucking Dayman, he didn't he didn't care for no chicken. He just poured a, a very generous dab, about like a five-cent piece onto his fucking hand and just inge- yeah. ingested it plain. Yeah. Like a fucking madman. And uh, he, he, held, he held pretty strong... And he didn't look like he didn't look too upset by it, but he didn't. He certainly didn't carry on carry on about it. But well, you see, could see no. around his eyes. You could see he was looking red and yeah. and, uh, and worse and worse for wear. But to his credit, he didn't carry on like a like that skirt fucking super grover did. No, My God, phases day man. Like yeah. he, he's got an OG ref's fault scarf that was put through a hot wash. <laughs> like putting a dryer <laughs> or something. And it's a, and it's a yeah. It's a. It's now like a fucking. Like when you're at school, well, like yeah, back in the day, when you get you, yeah. you get like the twisties packet or whatever, and you know make a shrinky out of it, put it in the yeah, oven, and that's, yeah. right. that's what happened to his rest false scar. So he's but got fucking this, where's it proudly? Yeah. <laughs> where's it proudly? It only it only it, it, it doesn't go down to either nipple no. around his neck. Like a scarf would usually go down to like you know almost your Hand waist level. Yeah. yeah, and uh, but no, it barely it barely goes to his nipples great. on each side. But uh, yeah, tremendous. Yeah. Um, tipping Giannis is on top, uh, tied with punching prolapse. Uh, back one we've got Melon, and back another one we've got a bit of a cluster there with biggest Big Tiger, H Dragons fan, Manola, Mitch, and then one point back we've got Cowboy, Jared Ash, and Musby. Uh, what else have we got now? Here's Musby. I thought it was maybe Musby. Here's Musby. Last man standing. How many left? No fucking idea. Fuck's sake, that's two weeks in a row. I know, I'll be driving all over the fucking countryside for uh, the nine to five. You're going to tweet people tomorrow. Yes, I will. And let them know how many's left. Uh... There are people left, though, correct? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there would have been people who picked Manly last week, for sure. I don't know. People don't tend to. There were a bunch of people that picked Penrith. Gee, that was strange. Like, last week... I mean, like, I, I, I got nothing against picking picking Penrith, but last week, after the publicised injury problems and everything, yeah. like, I don't think they were the team you go, oh, yeah, it's a lock. You know, maybe Storm against 
Titans, maybe that was a that one. That yeah, did, but, might have been a lock as well. Um, got him back from Maryborough tomorrow. I'll do it. Get a fucking Maryborough. Yep. Christ, why? What are you fucking up there for? I mean, yeah. apart from the apart from the the, the ice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, there's nothing like fucking. There's there's nothing like scoring some scoring some crystal and and taking and heading out to Harvey Bay and taking a long walk down the Orangan Pier and fucking. <laughs> While you're gurning uh. like a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> chewing your face off. Um, Fuck. <laughs> oh, that's, I'm, I'm all out of fucking Maryborough and Harvey Bay references. Um, Supercoach, Sam Seals on top. Barely. Just over top of Grey Ghost. Then we've got the Cheap Seats, Pineapples for the Pokies, Bought Not Bread, the Hot Cosbys, Meme Queens, Dingbats, Year of the Top 15, and the Journeyman all in the top. And uh, so, yes... Odie McCoat face once again suffering under the burden of the terrible name. That's it. And uh, not a factor. I don't remember where they were. Fucking Toto's Terry should not have sold their fucking franchise. Yeah, and where's old Robbo? Robbo the cuck or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Ram and Robbo. He's dropped out too. Get your shit together, boys. That's it, man. Nice. Once again, thanks to everyone who came out. The Fritzenberger's is definitely the fucking place. I think going forward, it's going to be the place for all, all Queensland meetups. Fritzenberger's great. Because their burgers are fucking sensational. And uh, the wings are good too, um, even with the ridiculous fucking million Scoville hot sauce. And um, and you had a Serena burger there. I had a fucking sensational Serena burger, which was meat patty, yep. cheese, coleslaw, and then pulled pork deep fried into another patty yeah it's fucking tremendous and with the black bun with the black bun yep which gave me about four or five seconds of absolute sheer terror the next day (laughs) yeah because I didn't get into your stupid hot hot sauce shit yeah so I wasn't expecting any sort of and I like to say no negative there was absolutely no negative effects from the hot sauce no but if I'd have had the hot sauce yeah I would have gone to sit down on my squatty potty the next morning expecting something yeah. yeah, but because it didn't, didn't enter my mind, and when I've gone for the fucking post squatty potty wipe, <laughs> it's very graphic. You guys are probably uh, you, you guys are probably like, listening to this, going, "Oh, this is disgusting," but you didn't see the wipe. <laughs> we, we were present- we, we were showing oh, a yeah, photo. No, I sent you a photo. You sent us a photo of the wipe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was like one of one of the three main colours that you see on camouflage clothes. Yeah. And, and not the I, brown. I had a... No, it was, it was like green. <laughs> um, it was like if the colour green fucked the emotion sadness. <laughs> That's what it looked like. <laughs> oh, so, fuck. But yeah, tasted fantastic on the way down. Enjoy your breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.